This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Being happy is great. Moments of joy are great. But being whole and complete is the real life goal. Visit BetterHelp.com allies and get on your journey to finding wholeness. Hello, welcome to the Easy Eyes Podcast. I'm Daniel Bloodworth, come to you from Los Angeles, California. This week, I'm joined by Isla Hink. Hi. Michael Damiani. What's up? And making it all happen in the control room, Don Casanova on the switcher. Hello, hello, hello. And if uh, you hear a, a bit of laughter echoing through the halls, that's Gabby Montoot. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, we're here to discuss some of the biggest headlines in video games this week. Uh, We got graphics cards the size of your house. (laughs) Uh, Leaks are everywhere. NPDs are out. Uh, And PSVR 2 won't play PSVR games. A strange move. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before we get started, we need to choose a workout, buddy. Listeners, we are currently in the process of training our custom character, Don Romantica, that's D-A-W-N, like Dawn the sunrise. Romantica. Thank you. Each week. No, we got a correction on that last week, Don. You're out of the room. That was a questionable oh, that correction. Was, uh, I know that. Correct. Beyond questionable. Did you actually look at the real dictionary page? Yes, you just I actually the, did. I knew he would you have just a took problem their with word this. For it. Okay. I'm like, Don's not going to accept the dictionary. I don't take most corrections word for <laughs> That's it. That's good to know. Um, each week, patrons submit characters for Don to work out with to raise her stats. It's up to us to choose the right partners to get her into shape for the adventures ahead. Last week, we chose Old Snake. Hell yeah. We put Don through a series of obstacle courses to avoid detection, giving her plus one stealth. Here are this week's potential candidates. I'm picturing now, because of the Don Don thing, <laughs> I'm picturing... Because you say Don the same way you say Don. Mm-hmm. He refuses to budge. He refuses to budge. But now I'm picturing Don Romantica as Don in a wig. Now you see my problem. <laughs> <laughs> so every time you say we're boosting her stats, I'm just picturing Don in drag doing all these things. It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> You're beautiful, Don. Submitted, You're beautiful. Submitted by Gots. Gots. Solaire. Ooh. From Dark Souls. Who would put us through an intensive stretching routine. Yeah, he would. Allowing you to perform the Praise the Sun emote without hurting yourself. Sun salutation, basically what he's doing. And then uh, catchphrase, of course, Praise the Sun, but not enough to get dehydrated. <laughs> uh, from Andrew Neven, Jetstream Sam oh. from Metal Gear Rising, uh, who would have us chopping watermelons with a high-frequency blade then fighting a Metal Gear Ray with any weapon okay. of choice with Sam backing you up. For training? Yeah, it's good training. <laughs> Catchphrase, let's dance. There oh you go. Boy. And from G the Finger, a bean from Fall Guys. <laughs> what? You would run through a wide variety of obstacle courses. Is that what they're called? Jumping, grabbing, and of course, falling to help you ignore pain oh, like man. a real Fall Guy. Their lack of spoken language may complicate things, though. Catchphrase, indiscernible yet enthusiastic shouting. (laughs) 
So who would it be? Solaire, oh. Jetstream Sam, or a Bean? I have to go Solaire. I can't not. <laughs> oh, I... And you're gonna go with the dumb rising. Well, well one. no, I, I like the the being. It's most the pr- most practical. It's most all around training there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, a buff to fall damage would be really good, actually. Yeah. Hmm. Don, any opinions on what Don should do? I have no opinions. <laughs> okay. That, I, that's Pat. Should have a, Should have that, an opinion, that is but, yeah. a blatant lie. <laughs> He's just not gonna do it. Okay, Don. He's just not gonna do uh, it. If you're leaning bean, I'll lean bean. Okay, yeah. Okay. I I, I feel good with Dr. that. Dr. Robotnik's lean bean machine. Yes. Uh, We're so gonna that, be surviving fall damage left and right. It's gonna yeah. be critical. Watch. Yeah. Is it fall Some damage? Dice, it's, it's plus one damage resistance, which I'm gonna categorize as defense. See? This, yeah. is gonna, this is gonna be the thing that saves us in the yeah. end. Absolutely. Yeah. Mark yeah. this moment yeah. right now. However... Oh no! Here Minus we go. one to speech. Oh no! Speech. <laughs> Charisma <laughs> score down. Oh no! Our social link went down. Oh. We can't recruit a new character. Ooh, we gotta we gotta get lock picking in there. Ooh, and no, I know the send character. In. Send chat, her in. Send her in. Who has a lock pick chat? Send her in. <laughs> if Huber's on next yeah, week, we got send it. it with Huber. We got it. Please. I don't want to influence. I don't know if Huber will be, but hopefully. I don't even know who we're talking about. Uh, but thanks to everyone who's sending candidates. Uh, become a patron for $5 or more. Submit a workout, buddy. And watch for the Love and Respect post, which I put up each Monday or Tuesday. Dawn is on her way to the locker room. And now we must answer for the mistakes we made in last week's episode. Dawn, begin corrections music, please. Boop. Uh, while the trailer for Tron Identity was brief, they actually did put out a fair amount of information outside of the teaser. People seemed to know a lot, yeah. Yeah, uh, it takes place in a whole new grid left alone by its creator. Uh, you play as a detective trying to find out what was stolen from an important vault. Uh, and like many great visual novels, there's lots of dialogue choices, multiple endings, uh, and it's coming to Steam and consoles in 2023. Nice. The Teardrops that fall on the Sheikah Slate in Breath of the Wild don't come from completing the shrines. Those get you spirit orbs that transfer from the ancient's body into your body. Yeah, the tears come from when you upgrade the Sheikah Slate abilities, such as Cryonis or Stasis, or when you update the map from one of the towers. So are those the tears of the kingdom? Is that what we're thinking? Well, that's one of the things we were theorizing last week. Yeah, It was like, hey, there's tears there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does have like an eye, a tear. We talked about uh, Street Fighter VI uh, ranking system having ranks based differently per character rather than overall rank. Oh, right. Um, and uh, it's definitely not the first one to do that. Uh, people brought up uh, Street Fighter Four had actually done it, even though Five didn't. Hmm. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate, Tekken 7, there's some other examples there. Yeah, I remember live chat mentioned Smash. Hmm. I had said that Excite Bike 64 hasn't been released since N64. That was wrong. Uh, it came out on the Wii U Virtual Console. Oh, wow. Which is like this black hole for me because we had all of these years where, like, my job, like, almost from the day I walked into game trailers, was to, like, record stuff from the Wii Virtual Console every week when that yeah. when stuff dropped. Uh, but the Wii U, by that point, like, we were in, like, a whole different headspace. Uh, so I just just missed out on a lot of like oh that came out on virtual console on the Wii U mm. I just didn't realize it the Wii U is a bit of a black hole for Nintendo as well yes, <laughs> it's true but so many things that like I find out just like 
through them coming up or re-releasing, he's like, wait, that was on Wii U. <laughs> I didn't know. And Excitebike64 is one of those. Uh, if you have a correction, uh, leave it in the YouTube comments on either the public version of this podcast or the patron version. Uh, you you uh, start with the word correction in the comment and leave a timestamp uh, so that I can find out what we were talking about. End corrections music. Boop. I like, remember the best way to start a podcast. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Game announcements. <sighs> Sweet it in ah! is back. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Blood for real. Straight up. Uh, people tweeted me this. It was like midnight. Mm-hmm. I like dropped what I was doing and started watching the the live stream in Japanese, just like looking at all the stills and stuff that they did. And then I like put on the theme song to the first game <laughs> and like almost started crying, <laughs> just like sitting there. Ah. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited. Suikoden's 1 and 2 um, getting remastered. The treatment looks pretty good, actually. Mm-hmm. They're giving it widescreen. They're um, kind of updating and up obviously, the, the backgrounds, but they're kind of leaving the pixel art. Obviously, they're up it, but they're, it looks kind of the same for all the characters and monsters and stuff, which I actually really like because um, I've always loved that style of pixel art. In fact... The uh, monsters and mysterious monsters. The oh. the inspiration I gave to Toby, or like the direction I gave to Toby when I was asking to have them made was like Suikoden. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's a favorite style of mine. And the fact that they're coming out together is really good because if you play one and then two, there's some carryover in your save file if you've played one, which is really oh, fun. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's great. It would check your memory card and like you'd. I don't want to say too much, but like characters will show up that if you met them in the first one. Um, oh man, I I don't know. I'm so excited. So if you don't know what they are, they're RPGs, JRPGs, where each one you collect. They're called 108 stars, um, which is the it's a 108 characters basically. Which is um, insane. Yeah, it's, it's pretty a lot wild. Of characters. I guess I don't know this for sure, but I always assumed that it was because of the 108 like. Um, Taoist, I don't even know what they're called, but I think oh, okay. they're like, yeah. And, or maybe Tai Chi also has 108 moves. I used to do Taoist Tai Chi in Chicago, so they're kind of conflated to me, so maybe I don't know. Yeah, and here's the crazy thing, because you have all these characters, right? Yeah. All the character portraits have been updated in HG. Junko Kawano, who is also working on Ayudin, <laughs> the, the, the spiritual successor, I want to um, talk about that, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, he designed all the original characters he, in 1995. He's newly redrawn all the character portraits for Secret in 1 HD remaster. Yeah, just one reward. it looked like. Yeah, that's interesting that they didn't list two on there. Yeah, I noticed that too. It was like, okay, they've maybe they just haven't done it yet. But um, two is kind of like everybody's favorite. I love them both pretty much equally. Um they're very similar. You collect the characters, and when you get characters, they add to your home base. So it's kind of like a, not base building in the modern sense of like, you don't build physically, but you unlock. In the first one, it's like an old tower castle, and in the second one, it's kind of like a hideout base thing. Do you um, unlock like different shops and you things get, like yeah, that? Yeah, more shops and more areas and more bedrooms and more things. And you can like explore the castle and see where 
you're like, oh, Matthew is like down here now and Apple's over here, you know, and it's like, oh, I don't know. It's like maximum bonds, maximum homie vibes, you know, and uh, they're just really fun. And the battle system is really cool because it's uh, you kind of input everyone's uh, instructions and then they all do it simultaneously mm. um, and you can get some cool interactions oh, yeah, that's in that great. way. Yeah. And Ayudin, I think, is is continuing on that trend. Um, but that was something I wanted to say is like there seems to be no bad blood here. Like it doesn't like at first I was like, oh, it's a little weird that Konami decided to do this to kind of eat Ayudin Chronicles lunch. But no, like the people who are making Ayudin Chronicles who made Sukoden are also some of them are involved in this too. Yeah. Well, so I it's think like, there's some okay. interesting synergy there right because it's just yeah. like when you bring out you know you know classic games to making a sequel like they're they're basically doing that even yeah. though konami is not publishing yeah Ayudin. yeah and like it makes me feel more hopeful that Ayudin chronicles will have like the inspirational st- will be like very direct you know right. because it's like they're it's fresh in their heads again i don't know i love these games they're they're just so Cozy and emotional. I think Suikoden 2 is the first game that made me cry. Because mm. um, some dramatic stuff happens in these games, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, there's so, And some goofy stuff. Like, you fight Dracula, basically, at one, point, <laughs> at one yes. point in the first one. It's just like, why is this happening? But just bring it, put it. Put Dracula in every Konami game. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you we got have Vamp them. and Metal Gear. Yeah. You, know, you got Castlevania. Yeah. yeah, they love vampire characters. <laughs> they just put them in everything. It, it feels like basically as random as Vamp just showing up and being I a vampire. Because, you know, they, they came out with that He's weird, really, like, guess, Frogger Indiana Jones thing on mobile. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a vampire in there. <laughs> probably Dragon. There's a Dracula hanging. Out There's in kid there. Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing, too, is that this game has a couple of different battle systems. Uh, there's like a big scale one for army battles, oh, too, okay. which is really neat. Um, man, they're just delightful games. The overworld map is really fun and, and exploring. I am curious if they'll put, um, like, if they'll modernize things at all like add maybe a journal or something for you to keep track of what the hell is going on because it's like OG game is definitely one of those where it's like you step away for two days you boot back up and you're in the world map and you're like what was I doing right like where am I supposed to go like you kind of just wander and look at find towns until you meet a character I'm not sure if these will exactly uh, address that concern but I say many new features so they don't go into all of it have an added such as a dialogue log, so you can okay, go back yeah, that's, and see that's everything really that good, people yeah. have said. Auto battle, double speed battles. Okay, sure. So those are good. Um, you do get, yeah. There are. It, it's a random encounter game. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of <laughs> battles that you probably just want to be like, okay. Uh, I'll go into some more improvements here in a bit. But what do you What do you think, Damiani? I know you probably haven't had that much experience with Suikoden in yourself. Uh, I. I, I Played some of three mm-hmm. forever ago, and I completely forget it. Right. Um, and I think I have three was okay. I think three I have was four okay. and five and tactics. Yeah. But I've just never gone around them. Just that infinite backlog that just is like the, the black hole that never ends. Um, anything that makes one and two available again easily for people to play is good because before this, before they re-released them again, it was like two of the most demanded games, especially two, because unlike the used game market, it right. was just like astronomical. It was yeah. really expensive, really prohibitive. So anything that does something like this, even if it, and 
adding quality of life improvements is generally a win. I view it as a win. Yeah. And I just just rescued my old copies of one and two out of the closet at Omar's where I still technically pay rent. <laughs> um, and that was like a week before they announced this. So it's like, okay, I'll just wait for the new yeah. improved. I yeah. think I grabbed them on PS3. Uh, the PS1 mm, classics, yeah. and just to have them, it's like, yeah, the, everyone's saying these are hard to get. I might as well get them now before they're hard to get again. But you know, this will give people another good uh, good reason to pick these up if they haven't tried them, or just like someone like you, Isla, has played it. It's a new way to possibly play it, and you know, yeah. love would love to hear like, oh, I like these improvements, or if you didn't like them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it does feel like you know, for as light as Konami's output has been. They have been doing a lot of these kind of re-release collections and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Castlevania ones are pretty good. Yeah, the collect- those collections have been good. Um, I think it's just everyone, well, this is not, and then we're waiting the details of the Metal Gear stuff that they announced, <laughs> but we still don't, it's like, all right, we're, <laughs> we're, you know, we'll see what you got for that. But I think, you know, people are like, when are we going to see Konami move forward with one of these franchises again? Right. And like, we've all been like, Waiting for you know that big announcement of Silent Hill, and it's like, yeah, right, no. Well, and sort of as as Isla was saying, it's like they're also not threatened by a like, so that just means that there's no plans really (laughs) for them to do anything with Suikoden going forward, except maybe. Maybe they would put three out there eventually as well. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if any of that has. I mean, obviously, don't know anything about their like internal relationships or anything like that, but. There have been several instances of like creators kind of like striking off on their own mm-hmm. and trying revivals or a spiritual successor, and not all of them have gone very well. So I think maybe you know, comics like yeah, sure, do what you want to do. Like it's never gonna like eclipse like the original, but like yeah. you, you like you want to do that to happy because also I think it also behooves them to like keep that good relationship because you said they came back and drew the new portraits for the first one that we know of so far. So it's like. Yeah, like we, we, we don't burn that bridge. I mean, let you know, let them go do what they want to do, and like you know, just even if you don't like it, just kind of keep your mouth closed and just be like, yeah, you know, it's business. You know, that's all it, it is. Definitely, the live chat during these announcements was like, shame on you, Konami. Like, where's well, Silent Hill? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. to those people, I would just say like. I'm excited that more people can try Suikoden now because like it was always kind of a niche thing, and like they're truly marvelous games. And so I'm I'm really excited that so many new people can can play them, and hopefully, uh, it'll it'll lessen the sting for people who are hoping for a Silent Hill announcement every day, myself included. Like I always yeah. want a Silent Hill announcement. I, it, it yeah, I think we're now we're several years removed from F Konami being like the standard yeah, like yeah, yeah, battle yeah, cry yeah. whenever Konami comes up. It's kind of like played out at this point. Well, yeah. still true, but it's like, <laughs> hey, I mean, they weren't doing any of this before, and now yeah. they're giving us like at least collections and re-releases. Wanna... It's like, all right, they're, they're starting to maybe warm up to something. Konami, you put out through code in Pachinko Machine, I'll buy it. <laughs> you know? I'm I'll fly to sure Japan. It exists. I'll yeah. buy it. it. It probably does exist. They're pro- <laughs> Pachinko Machines are probably really expensive, huh? They're yeah, like, they're I mean, like they're casino probably, machines. Well, yeah, they're this more expensive the, than a regular This would be the best machine. time yeah. to buy them, though, because of the value of the dollar versus no. the yen. Yes. Yeah, it's the lowest price it's ever going to be. Let's go to Japan. In fact, <laughs> speaking of which, they're opening up tourism again on October 11th in Japan. It's meant to be. It's, it's, a, it's a sign, I love. <laughs> We're going to go buy pachinko machines, <laughs> chat. Uh, oh, but yeah, oh, Suikoden boy. rules. Please, please play them. 
some other features that they talked about. Um, pixel sprites and environment art is enhanced with new screen effects, including lighting, clouds, shadow animations. Yeah. It was funny. They flames. were they were showing the side-by-sides, mm-hmm. and it was like, I never noticed as a kid. I'm like, oh, yeah, those trees just didn't move. Oh, and, sure. And now they're like, you know, moving in a little bit. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Other uh, sound and stuff. Yeah, sound. They said a large number of environmental sounds not found in the original version, such as running water in the river, wind, nice. insects, footsteps. Um, and then uh, all sound effects are now in HD. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> I saw that too, and I was like, I don't think you mean, that means what you think it means. Um, but then we also got a gameplay showcase for Ayudin Chronicle. Um mm. So yeah, what what do you what do you think of that so far? Um, when was that? I saw a little bit, but I didn't see like a lengthy thing. Um, it was not too long after that. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't see too much beyond a trailer from. Earlier, yeah, it was just so a, it was just a trailer. I think it was just a trailer showing off. The, I, think oh, it, okay. I think you might have seen. No, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I saw that. I I just didn't know if it was like a bigger thing. Yeah, it's looking good. It's um, it's funny because Iden Chronicles Rising. Which I think is the name of the, the side scroller one. Not a great get. Like I really enjoyed it, but it was like super bloated. Like right. I think Ben and I talked about it on Frame Trap or something. But um, yeah, it did. Uh, what it succeeded in though is introducing me to these characters. And so like seeing the trailer for Aiden Chronicles, I was like, oh hey, I know that character. Oh I know that character. You know. So it's looking good. But it's like yeah, a guy with a capybara head. Yeah, there's a there's well he's like there's like a kangaroo man and like <laughs> yeah various animal people. Because again, another hundred heroes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, from that trailer, it looks like the combat is very similar as they said in the Kickstarter, and um, the visual style looks really good. I don't know, I'm excited. Yeah, it's like 2.5 D, so yeah. your character sprites um, are like really high res, but they're walking around uh, more 3D environments. Yeah, um, and, and it like looks pretty sharp. Yeah. I think it looks really good, and I I find myself wondering like, because um, Iron Chronicles Rising, similar to Curse of the Moon um, from Bloodstained, was like a surprise like stretch goal thing that it's like, oh okay, you just puked out a whole other game, like that's wild, and like it showed that it was kind of the the side effort, you know. Right. So I, I'm wondering, I guess the thing I'm wondering about is if Iron Chronicles is going to be, you know higher like i don't know less Budget. budgetary <laughs> yeah. than yeah than rising um uh, but either way it was charming and lovely and i think it'll be really nice so i'm excited for all of it uh, sweet coden fans are eating eating at the big table next year it's it's good stuff yeah and those <laughs> games are pretty long too so it's like oh yeah i could see it's like the replays through one and two by the time yeah by the time those are that, done yeah for yeah. sure yeah uh, we got some NVIDIA news this week, uh, quite a bit of it. Uh, first of all, uh, before they even got to their announcement, EVGA is out. <laughs> They're like, we're not working with these dudes anymore. We're tired of it. They're not giving us any input. We don't make any money, even though we have to, like, you know, even though cards sell well, that like, we make more money off the other things. So, Damiani. What do you think about that little bombshell before we even get to the cards? I, I saw people tossing around. Like, it would be like if Toyota announced they stopped making cars. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it just comes out of nowhere. Like, 
cool. Like, what are you doing now? All right. Uh, that was like the majority. I, I think it remains to be seen whether or not the the CEO's statements about the company will be fine. Everything they could fall they could fall through on that, saying their employees will be taken care of. Like you're losing a massive percentage of your business. And even though it was like razor thin margins, those margins were bringing in the most amount of money for your company. So I don't know how you keep all those employees and lose that business. Like, and then they're saying like it's kind of like a the company will like burn to the ground before like he like sells it or whatever or something like that. Where it's like it's his hands. He's running it how he wants, and this is how he's doing it. So it's like, okay, like sounds like something like it said. What was the word disrespectful? Like they were right. disrespected by Nvidia. It's like felt like like something like got a mafia like yeah, disrespected yeah, yeah. me. So <laughs> yeah, our business is concluded. Like it's like okay, here we go. You you come with here with a chip shortage on the day of my daughter's yeah. wedding. <laughs> I was like, thinking this. I'm like, yeah, was there like some shady deals going down? Like yeah, it didn't go turn, turn out so well. And he like called him in for a meeting. Yeah, yeah. Have a, have a, He's uh, peeling an orange yeah. menacingly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, I, I don't know how that's really going to play out in the long term in, in terms of I feel like the other manufacturers will probably step in and eventually will be able to fill the gap that they had. Right. So we'll probably feel it the most with this next line of cards that we'll get to in a second. Yeah. But I think down the road, it might not be as big. Also, I mean, people are speculating, what well, does it mean EVGA will go to like with AMD maybe and try Whoa. and like, you know, make AMD cars? Or are they just done with graphics it cards. It sounds like they're done. Yeah. It sounds like they just don't want to make graphics cards. Yeah. They can, you know, do better profits with their other components. Yeah, and like I mean, they, maybe they do have a plan. Like, maybe they've done the math and they know what they're doing, but, like, it is, like, kind of end of an error for that one, and I think... Wasn't there... Were were they one of the ones that was affected when the, the 30s came out? Remember how they're, like, some of the 30s were, like, they kind of had to, like, lower the clock speed or oh, whatever they were 30 the broken ones yeah yeah they're, they're, uh, yeah they're like i forget exactly what it was but there's an issue with the initial batch of cars were they like melt yeah, or something like uh, uh, no it was the it was the the chip or whatever like the arrangement of stuff i completely forget now yeah, i'm there so was sorry like not enough resistance but yeah it was something like that the they answer. may have may not have but like after it was over they were still like kind of like viewed as like the leader like everyone mm. wanted like their card like mm. um like I, I mean, I still technically haven't seen the answer to this question. Is like uh, my thirty ETI I got like last year and bought a five year warranty. I'm like, am I still good? Is that good? Oh, I think that's that a, stuff's good. Yeah, I'm assuming I, I they're, they're honoring existing, like, yeah, the existing. They and they're selling through yeah. their existing stock. They're just not making any of the new cards. Right. And once the existing supply is gone, it's gone. If they didn't right. honor the warranties, that that's a class action lawsuit waiting the, to happen. Yeah, so I imagine they'll still like like do run through that stuff and like. I did see before the announcement of the new cards that like they have like like some of their B stock like their um, was like actually running at really good prices because I don't know if you saw but like uh, the mining is no longer going to be done on like GPUs like they, mm. they right. moved something else so all this is just good news for like graphics cards everything was looking like good news and feeling good until we hit this Nvidia announcement which is a uh, oh, wow yeah. But obviously, they made their announcement when they did because they knew this was coming up, and everyone's going to be looking for, you yes. know, their versions of the cards. Exactly. They, just, they want. I know, it was clear they want to get ahead of this and like stop. They go. Here's all the information. Like we 
best not to like do this after the fact because I think they would have added a lot more chaos and possibly more volatility to the market. Like doing that post announcement would have maybe like had like a bad ad- more adverse effect than this. I think this is the equivalent of like when a you know when Nintendo like announced the Wii name before they showed off the console. Like here's the name of the dumb thing. So get out of your system. Make all your <laughs> jokes and stuff. Like we know this is a bombshell. Like where did this come from? But like you know, but it's not gonna in- like. It won't impact anything going forward, and this is like slightly different, but it's the same spirit. Where it's like, all right, we, we're like we're still getting over the shock, but like you've come to accept it, and now with the new cards getting ready to go for pre-orders and go on sale next month, it's like you know, don't look for EVGA; they're not making it. Go look at the other the manufacturers, and that's what you have to like look up. Right? Do we know the nature of the disrespect, or just from their cursory They're, little statement? I mean, they've they've said a lot about it, and I can uh, I can I can pull it back up. But it, like, it was a lot of the things that I I said about you know profit margins and not having oh, input okay, on okay. the designs. So, so just know. but like standard business stuff. So they weren't kind like of, but I mean, they've been making them, them since '99. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I wonder like what like is it, was it really just that like yeah. what they're saying is are we taking it face value because yeah it says wouldn't even entertain the idea of working with Intel or AMD to continue producing cards. So they just hate video cards. <laughs> it's been a tumultuous couple of years, I guess, for all of us. Oh no! Like, all these chip shortages. Dude, I, I, from what I understand, it, it's a, I, if it's the dude's business and like he owns it and like he was like founder or something, like let him his company. But like the same time, I secretly like hope like it's like a a Tolkien situation where like someone else can come in later and like negotiate like you know when this dude's gone. It's like oh we'll come back to graphics cards and stuff. Like please, like yeah, you guys are so good. It's like can you just bring it back that's what everyone wants but but you. i mean if it's like i can see if it's a logistical headache and you're only making like three percent or whatever on them and they said they make 300 percent on power supplies or whatever so it's just like yeah. it's not that big a chunk they of your use, business well that you're it, losing. that's the thing though is it is so that, that's what's weird is it's like they're making less margin but it's still like 80 percent of their percent of their business yeah. comes from gpus which is like weird oh. and like i i don't know but my gut would say their other stuff has been shrinking. Yeah. Because they do make a lot of stuff. They make power supply units. They make keyboards. Yeah. They make, motherboards they, is they one make, of the things they're talking about. They used yeah. to be known for motherboards back in the day. Like a lot more known for them. Not yeah. as much anymore. Um, I think the only thing they don't make is like monitors. They even make capture devices for like video capture. But hmm. I don't think anyone really prefers to go with them. Like I've seen uh, so many other brands that are usually put first and foremost when you're picking components. Except, Except when it for comes graphics to GPU. cards, yeah. yeah, right, exactly. So it's a little, it's shocking. No other way to put it. Just shocking. And like, I've had one card that gave me slight issues, but every other EVGA card I've had has been fantastic. Yeah, and I was like trying amazing. to remember if mine's EVGA or not. Yeah, it was just I my think it might uh, be. my twenty Ti. One of the ones RMA, in there is had to army it a few times, but eventually they gave me one that like worked great and fantastic. So like they. And it didn't cost me any money right. either. It was just like mm. the good time and inconvenience. Service. So like they do have good customer service. I'll say that. And from what I've been hearing, everyone like uh, like uh, MSI, ASUS, Gigabyte, like their customer service is not great. So it's like, right. eh, yikes. I was like, all right. Yeah, so they said the decision to stop working with NVIDIA was easy because <laughs> working with them is so hard. Um, all right. The, they said it was no longer a true partnership, just a customer-seller arrangement. Uh, they were no longer consulted on new product announcements and briefings, not featured at events, 
not informed of price changes. And then th- that's one of the things is the founder editions. They felt was like too much competition. So that's a thing. Apparently it's in the contracts for all these manufacturers that they cannot price their cards lower than the founder's editions. Okay. They're not allowed to meet or go below it. Maybe is it's that- just below it. They can't be cheaper than it. So that, that yeah. So price setting, like not a th- allowed. I don't know. I mean, it's probably a different sort of yeah, thing. It's, since it's like you're thing. basically using their design, but yeah, it's, yeah. All weird, yeah. And it's part of the process. And then the other part of it, I mean, uh, I just seen some discussion, and I, I it'd be interesting idea, but it seems to be make sense because you'd want more control. People think just like one of the biggest first steps in NVIDIA just wants to cut out all the middlemen, like uh, the, all these other manufacturers, and like ramp up their own facilities yeah. and just take control of just making the cards themselves. Right now they kind of can't, I believe. Um, they rely on uh, these other companies to like, like many, like that's the, the, they need these deals to bring in more money because they can't make enough cards themselves. But I imagine if they have some long-term plans, maybe that that's their end game is they're like, yeah, we, I mean, we, like, we, we can, we can ask for what we ask because we know we're going to be able to like do this and you can't do anything about it. It is kind of a weird thing, right? That it's like, I got this NVIDIA card from one of these eight different companies. And it's like, I'm sure other companies like Samsung or whatever, cars like use different factories, obviously. But it's like, it's not a different company making this thing all the time. We've so seen, yeah, I mean... We, we, not a, as aware of it, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not that uncommon. In fact, even in video games, it's happened before. Uh, mm. With GameCube, specifically, Nintendo allowed it to be manufactured by Panasonic to make the GameCube right. version of that. The so, Q. like, yeah, hardware, even within video game hardware, they've had, like, put out the the baseboard and then let other companies run with that and make their own versions of that as well. But that's usually more behind the scenes, right? Like, a consumer doesn't pick the EVGA version of or the Panasonic version or the well, Nintendo version. Well, no, the version. Q is a whole different thing. Oh, okay. Uh, so okay, it's okay. like it was a GameCube that could also play DVDs. Yeah. Oh. And it had like a mirror silver finish. So hmm. like you could see your reflection in it. It's That's pretty funny. crazy premium product that yeah. it only came out in Japan eventually. Okay, but okay. yeah. Yeah. I mean, so within PC this is I think this is actually No, yeah. Very, yeah. yeah, very common. But I, I, yeah. But not with like most <laughs> consumer electronics is what I'm saying. Like yeah, phones and cars and computers or, or yeah, gaming like, consoles. I don't think yeah, like Apple when they make their new iPhones doesn't provide right. it to other people. And like someone makes another version of an right. iPhone like officially like you know, right, right, right knockoffs, right, right. but like that's not the same thing. Yeah. Unless like I don't know. One like, thing one thing that's gotten phones. a little weird lately is um, with controllers. Like Power A being yeah. essentially like Accessory. officially, you know, Licensed, sanctioned or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this has happened a lot in accessories though. Mad like, Cats. For, for forever <laughs> since like the like. But I mean, like Mad yeah. Cats was like they just put them out. And they didn't have right. any like. But like Power A has like Mario themed and Zelda themed controllers, and that stuff didn't happen in the past. Like, yeah. If you got a a third party controller, it was pretty much a guarantee that like. It was first parties just couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, uh, and it wasn't going to be very good. And it was going to be yeah. janky. Yeah. I think now it's just it's the expansion of like licensing. Like yeah. they are going Nintendo or whatever company directly, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll let you manufacture that." Like yeah. this deal, and that's why they come out and they like 
are just as good as like the first party controllers now. You don't have that issue anymore. Like going back, yeah. N64, like the non official N64 controllers, like, ah, these are GameCube. It's like, oh, these are not good. The uh, not PS1 good. memory cards were like oh, when yeah. I first got my oh, PS1. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get a cheaper memory card. And then Mad it's just all memory gone. Card. No, bad idea. <laughs> bad idea, dude. Bad idea. <laughs> I had a Mad Cat's uh, Genesis controller that like broke almost immediately. Mm. <laughs> it's just like it's like spring loaded. It was like, but, yeah. I, hopefully, some of these other ver- uh, other cards are good. Like yeah. you know, they, they 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 step it up or you know whatever. People have just blown out of proportion. They're not as good as EVGA because I personally never really used any other yeah, I ones. Think gigabytes usually pretty yeah, well. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I'm assuming they'll be fine. But like, yeah, for me, it's just like. I always like never assumed like oh EVGA's gonna be gone. I was like they'd probably be the last to go. And it's like oh well, that's yeah gonna have to change next time I uh, upgrade whenever that is. I'm like that's why it feels like there's more to it than just like oh the margin was bad. Like they seem pissed. Yeah, they seem like real mad. <laughs> so who knows? Well, and like one of the things they're saying is like we didn't give an advance notice of price yeah, drops. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's that's pretty that's weird. Pain in the butt. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're already making thin margins. And I suppose if you're like the premier manufacturer of, of a company's thing and they're like not telling you anything, like it would it would start to feel like you're, yeah, just like a second fiddle. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't feel good. Um, but yeah, about those, <laughs> the 40 series of cards uh, coming October 12th. Yeah, I bet they are. Uh, oh, they are. Yeah. Are they going to be available? Oh, I tried yeah. to get a third. Oh, yeah. They're probably going to be very available. But uh, listen, why? Oh, yeah, so the, the, yeah. the forty ninety, one thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars. A steal. <laughs> uh, the forty eighty, the sixteen gigabyte version is one thousand one ninety nine, and then the twelve gigabyte version is eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. All right, that's the cheap end. Is eight hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah. This thing, I think, is contested. I'm only going to repeat what the debate is. Okay. I'm not an expert on this, so, like, this is just what the two sides are saying. Okay. There are a decent amount of people upset with the naming conventions of these, Mm. especially for the 12 gigabyte 4080, because based on its, like, core count, it should be called a 4070. It is not a 4080. got it. And thus, they are trying to disguise a 4070 as a 4080 and charging exuberant price hike on it. So if you take the 3070 and the 4080 12 gigabyte and do the price difference, it's like... like Basically, they're charging scalper prices now. They've cut the the middleman out. Which I guess with with such... like demand so consistently for so many years, like they probably think they can charge. Basically, they want. this is a result of scalpers and people buying yeah, from scalpers. Yeah. Like this is unlike all the other issues that go along with. It. It's a lot more complicated than that. But the last two three years have basically shown Nvidia that this is what they can charge and probably get away with. Also, this will help them burn through a lot of their back catalog of 30 series, which they have an excess of right now, because those are actually easy to get and really? on the cheap right now. Well, maybe not now after this announcement, but before this announcement, it was mm, very right. easy to get a 30 well, series card. And did you see, I think it was just today or maybe yesterday, that he had said something like, oh, price cuts are a thing of the past? Okay, yeah, that, 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 that is literally the, the definition Great. of like, he like we saw what happened last few years, we now feel entitled. Like, yeah, we... What is this? What is this narrative you're talking about? That like we should be like competitively pricing and price cutting and like no, like no, that's the past. We're like we're gonna do what we're gonna do. It's like 
yeah, you saw what happened in the pandemic. You took advantage, and now you think you could keep doing it. It's like, wait. And, like, the thing is, they probably won't have to lower prices for a while because I don't think they're going to be too terribly worried about selling out of these right away. They have a huge yeah. surplus of the older cards. They need to get rid of those, especially with, like, crypto ca- crashing, with all, yeah. like, the changes of that. They want to get rid of that excess inventory and then they're like, all right, once that's gone, then people will have nowhere to turn but the fourth out, the 40 series cards. And like, you're going to start buying them eventually. So, like, we'll sit here and wait. Like, time's on their side, basically. And it's like. Well, that's uh, one of the things, Damiani, that, that is crazy to me about them even announcing this stuff right now is it's like. It, like, is the market even ready for the 40 series? Like, it doesn't feel like it we feels oh, okay. really, like, like, no. The answer is, maxed like, out what okay. the 30s can do. It's like, do you want 40? Nobody's had them to... So, yeah. here's another shitty thing about this. we got to call this out right now. DLSS 3.0 is getting gated behind these new cards. Right. No older... Like, so the 30 series will not get that. And it's like, they are trying to force you to upgrade. And, like, these... The, the NVIDIA numbers, like, these improvements... Most of the time are based on with RTX on with the yeah, LS yeah. and stuff these improvements. So it's like if you can't even, if games don't even take advantage of that you're not getting like raw 4K like the jump isn't that as big as they would think. Right. Like the, the percentage gain over last gen is not last series is not as big. So well, even when they say like two to four times faster than their counterparts, like that doesn't sound like a lot to me. Yeah. Again, those are for their numbers and stuff right. but like the numbers being tossed out once once more the tech people put out their videos like 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 linus and yeah, like, yeah digital the, foundry's the, the digital already foundry, started messing yeah. around with the preview versions they like ah. they throw out numbers like 20 25 increase like that's the real world increase you're gonna see and they're usually judging this at 4k like where it matters most but like there's so many other things to consider like you're right like are games even really utilizing that and like not many are pushing that also, at a certain point, like you got to worry about like CPU bottleneck. It's not mm-hmm. all just your GPU at a certain point. Well, so and I've heard to... people are saying that like at some point, you know, they're going to have to start worrying about like bringing the power. Yeah, yeah. Power because like yeah. they're saying that like seven hundred or something watts for this. Wow, seven fifty or eight hundred was the number I saw yeah. being used. So that's but more certain... than some power supplies. Even though like Nvidia well, is right. arguing their power usage is better or something, I was like, can be, I was so confused, like. Like it's better in the last series, but it's using more. I'm like, I was like, wait, uh, it could be more efficient, but require more. Yeah, I, I guess, guess that's what they right, mean. Right, exactly. Like, I'm not, that's that's yeah. essentially what okay. it comes down to. That part, I'm not the like most up to date on, but uh, yeah, they, the pricing is just ridiculous. Like, and and the, and the need for the them, like sized. Okay, yeah, boy. like they're they're, they're like the the one when they're holding up the forty ninety, even like the thirty eight sixteen gigabyte ver forty eighty sixteen gigabyte version. It's like, what the? Do you need the biggest case? Like they, they just keep getting bigger and more ridiculous. Like no one's making them like more efficient or like smaller and stuff like that. They're just like I don't know. It's like going in the wrong direction. I feel like and it, and and honestly. Yeah, I, I'm someone who likes to keep up with the newest cards. I'm not getting one of these because a I just spent a lot of money on the 30 ATI. Right. This isn't I only play at 1440 as well and like if you're at 1440 or 1080 this is these are not necessary. Right. Like you your card is going to the card you've bought in the last few years is going to be great for several more years. Like there's no need to rush into these. And yeah, I just don't know like yeah, like like the ninety series has always been more of like a production thing. Like it's more of a flex card for people like yo, I got a 
3090 or 4090, <laughs> yo. Like, I get, like, 10 more frames at 4K or something <laughs> than you. It's, like, it's not, it's, like, people who upload their, like, uh, their, their, uh, What's it called? The site, the like when they run the test or whatever, you yeah, see their score or whatever. The benchmarks. It's right, like right. they upload it to that site and they're like, "Look how high I got." And it's like, eh, whatever. Like, that's cool, but like, does that really right. make I that big of a difference in your? Well, what they were experience? saying with the the DLSS three is um, they showed like Cyberpunk with like the psycho ray tracing settings and you know full four K or whatever, and it went from like twenty two frames per second to 100 frames per second with the DLSS. But see, that's the thing that's weird to me about this. Like, they they found, like, this weird little pocket of stuff like DLSS and this, like, frame generation thing to where it's, like, your, your power is not coming from actual power. It's coming from these, yeah. like, AI routines AI, that are, right. like, interpolating and creating and, yeah. frames that aren't there now. And, and so... Yeah, so that's one of the things they're saying is like it's you know going to introduce some slight latency because you're playing the game at whatever the frame rate is running, and then the card is making these additional frames. It's like really kind of strange. Yeah, I think I mean I think if you're playing with that stuff on anyway, mm-hmm. you, like you're playing just like to sh- like for the showpiece. You're not playing right. for like competitive reasons or for like the accuracy. So like you're playing a fighting game or a shooting game with the like with those settings on if they support them. You probably shouldn't be using those settings. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's the same thing. Like consoles have performance in like in cinematic uh, in, mode, yeah, right? performance and fidelity modes. It's like when you want when you want the gameplay to matter more, you turn on performance because the frame rate, the refresh rate matters more, and the latency matters yeah. the most. And if you just want to see how good it can look, sure. I mean, that's a fun. Right. Th- that is a fun thing to do. It's like see what your card's capable of seeing and like it, d- or outputting. Supporting three hundred and sixty frames per second at four fourteen forty p. Yeah. And it's like, there's no monitors. Yeah, the what monitors monitor are does coming that? this fall. <laughs> <laughs> cool it guys. Just feels like it's such okay, insane they're, they're, overkill. They're just going after whales at this point. They, yeah. they want the people. They know they're gonna want the just want to say again. They're just flexing. They want the cutting edge. So stuff, what you're so saying, like, what you're saying, Damiani, is that they built these cards only to cater to the ultra rich. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Five thousand a day, ten thousand a day. Well, but that's a complaint. Like people are looking at like with these prices. So where the seventy, their seventy, and the sixty and the fifty end up, which are usually what most people end up buying, uh, is seeing as like the best value for your money. These are going to be overpriced as well now. So like it's yeah. being, it's you're seeing like a concern about how. The future of PC gaming, like, is it going to be as viable for people, or is it is going to become very, very hardcore enthusiasts where it's not for everyone anymore because it's so damn pricey? Because graphics cards are getting so damn expensive, consoles are like looking better and better every day now because of their pricing. I, I guess they just went up, like PlayStation Five just went up in right. every territory but the U.S. But still, compared to these graphics, like this is just a GPU. This isn't even the whole PC. Yeah, and you could buy like and you need many- a new motherboard, and yeah. a new case, and a new CPU, and All- a new power supply just to use the damn thing. Exactly, and a new monitor. Apparently, for, mo- for, yeah, right. for the most part, like you, yeah, yeah. What is a three hundred and sixty hertz monitor? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then the heat six hundred dollars. I mean, oh my god, it'll have fans. You gotta have liquid cool your monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just excited what this is going to do to the Black MIDI community. You know, do you know about this? The what? The Bla- I think it's called Black MIDI. There's a band called Black MIDI, but there's also a mm. thing called Black MIDI where it's like you. I think it's what it's called. Is you try to make your computer play as many notes 
as many MIDI notes on a piano roll as you possibly can. Okay. It's awesome. Or like <laughs> Look crashes it up. or something? Yeah. And okay. like it's a flex that you can have like okay. millions of notes. That seems interesting to and do. And it's like visual patterns and stuff too. Okay, I know. It's going to be sick. When you're tuning, That's what I'm saying. Like These 4090 yeah. black MIDIs are going to be, they're going to melt your brain. Experimental math rock. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's basically what it is. It's cool stuff. Yeah. Price prohibitive. I mean, but my guess is that these won't be that hard to find. Like, Mm -hmm. because nobody can afford them. Because the 30 series is so readily available, even if they go slightly up in price, they're still going to be seen as better values. But there will be a point where that supply might be exhausted, especially EVGA not making any new ones. And that's a significant chunk, especially of. North American market alone. They usually keep at least like the last generation available, right? That still remains to be the budget kind of thing until I mean until they put out like a sixty, like you were saying, right? Yeah, they did like a forty, seventy, forty, sixty. So what are the ones that they've announced for the forties? These are the founders edition prices, by the way. These right. aren't like the other manufacturer prices, manufacturer oh, prices, which are going to be way, which be more expensive. Good yeah. Lord. So there's a forty ninety, the forty eighties, sixteen gigabyte version, and the forty eighty twelve gigabyte okay. version. Which and the twelve is what you were saying is like basically too, not. That's the big jump. debate is where people are saying like they're being deceptive there. That that's really it they should just be, be calling 40, it a forty seventy. Yeah. Okay. And at that price tag of nine hundred dollars, it was like five hundred dollars last time. So like they they upped it by four hundred dollars so it's like which is why they just yeah why they put the 80 on it yeah. yeah um and then along with this they announced rtx remix which is like creator mod tools they showed uh portal with ray tracing ah uh, okay it's essentially supposedly allows you to like just inject like ray tracing and other kind of modding stuff just puke shiny crap into, everywhere into whatever game you want i guess huh cool. i didn't look into this as deep so that's kind of fun actually to, someone is gonna do this so i can play my nintendo emulator games with ray tracing finally did you see mario 64 with ray I tracing that. on <laughs> that, that, that was, was kind of goofy so weird looking yeah that was not what i wanted it I'm looks kind of, bad it does not look yeah, good. That's the <laughs> thing. it does it's not like, look good it's one thing to do like you know a partnership and show portal with yeah. somebody that's yeah. actually yeah. you know Put some time into it. It's another thing you just say. Hey, just throw it into anything. Yeah, like, anything that looks vaguely like water is now shiny. <laughs> Although, when they actually made the streets look wet in Cyberpunk, that was a good fix because mm-hmm. it looked weird without. Oh it. yeah, I mean it. It can look good, and like DLSS is, is really good stuff. Like, not, like not to downplay it, it is high, highly desirable. I yeah, mean, there are a lot of people that are upset that it's like not you're gonna be stuck on 2.0 instead of 3.0 with the older with the three with the 30 series cards. Like me, it's like oh, well, because you know they're gonna stop supporting that like soon or at some point in the near future because they're fo- they want you to upgrade. I mean, I'm a, I'm personally excited about it because you know the rumors are it might be in the next Switch hardware. <laughs> oh. Cool, but you know, hey, uh, it is like ghost magic. Yeah, it's like, you're yeah. like, how are you doing this? Yeah. AI stuff is powerful. It's, it's weird and though terrifying. because to me, yeah. like at least in the the times that I've messed with it, it it's it's like one of the it's like cloud gaming, to where it's like I can still see that it's not quite the same yeah, as a native yeah, rendering. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I still don't like I okay. There's a, definitely the performance boosts, you know, and there's that back and forth, but it's like a little bit of latency. Certain things there just don't yeah. look quite right. So. Yeah. Um, but I know it's like it's it's one of those things that they, you know, continually improving, and each game handles a little bit better than other, you know. Yeah. So, I'm curious to see AMD acts on this 
information like if they like try and take advantage or if they see this as an opportunity to like they're going to bump up their prices too because like hey we as long right. as we're below them we could bump up our prices as well and try and make more money so i don't know what effect impact this is going to have when amd announces their new card soon it's like i think they're announcing them soon like I mean, well, and it doesn't sound yeah. like anyone's come up with like a really good competitor to DLSS. Yeah. That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, they got their own thing, but it's like not. Yeah, people keep saying it's not as good, and it's not quite there. And then, and just in terms of the graphics card, that's the problem. It's like you have AMD's cards, you have Intel, but like that's kind of like people think that's like not going to go anywhere. Right. Or they're hoping it will, but like who knows if it really was will. Just. This is the thing, like with EVGA, like bowing out, like people are like, oh, that should hurt Nvidia. Like, Nvidia's like, what, what are you talking about? Like, we're, you know, we're gonna sell these will sell eventually, and like people are gonna still want our cards at the end of the day. Yeah, and it's like that's, they're not gonna care. Everything the last three years has shown them, like they've this emboldened them. This is why they're doing this, and I think it's gonna take a lot for them to like for this to like you know, you know, change things. Hopefully. They're wrong. Hopefully they're wrong and like they play this like little game of chicken where you're like, oh, like you're gonna eventually have to buy your cards or they do sell out where like I'm like wrong completely and like they yeah. do sell out again, it's the same situation. It's like, God damn it, like ugh, where we go again. So it means next series <laughs> I cards. I bet will they'll be even sell just fine yeah. though, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Bet they- but the like funny, a price cut, hopefully, is what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Like within a year, I hope like they get the humbled. Thing the past, I want them mm-hmm. to be humbled and be like, "Yo, those words, yeah, you're gonna make that price cut. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to do it. Take that thing of the past is a thing of the future." The thing that's funny to me is like the human eye sees at about the equivalent of 60 frames per second. I've heard that said, but it's definitely been contested. I mean, yeah, yeah. whatever. I mean, it, yeah. there's no real analog, but like. There is a certain point where the human eye, like, things are going faster than you could maybe tell. Right. I don't know what that translates to in a refresh rate or, like, you know, but, like, are we focusing power on the wrong things, you know? like right. Especially because games, like you said, aren't using it. And, like, speaking from, like, an editor, like an editor standpoint, like, Adobe is slow to, to move onto this stuff. Like, they weren't using... Uh, you know, it wasn't for a while before they started actually utilizing the RTX capabilities to make exports way faster and like multi-core, multi-threading stuff. Like these programs t- are glacial when it comes to like utilizing this stuff. And so I wonder, I wonder if buying a forty ninety or whatever would make Premiere work better. You know, well they like, they they did uh, specify that somewhere. They had mentioned that video encoding would be faster. Yeah, and I mean probably it would be just bit based on the tech right now, where it's the hardware accelerated NVENC encoding. If you have faster hardware, that'll go faster. So definitely in that regard. But I wonder if that's like the only. I mean that would be big, but I wonder if that's the only kind of change yeah maybe if they were slow to adopt maybe they were waiting historically for the the, the titan version of the card to come yeah, out because that yeah. has always been for like rendering for workstation pur- purposes i mean what i want is something that can just decode mp4 while i'm cutting it because i'm going crazy <laughs> <laughs> like ah anyway yeah uh, leaks everywhere oh my so many <laughs> leaks uh Obviously, the the biggest one is uh, GTA 6 uh, has been put out in the wild. It has been officially acknowledged by Rockstar. Uh, there's been a lot of a lot of talk and a lot of back and forth over the past week. Yeah. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of video clips that went up around the weekend, um, and then uh, the person claiming that they had the source code of the game. 
which a, a lot of people before Rockstar came out and said anything, a lot of people were saying this this could potentially delay the game by a year or two, just for them to like patch up the source code and make sure that you know that they take care of any exploits. Uh, but Rockstar then came out and said, "Hey, eh, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna cause any delays in our <laughs> production." Like, sure. Not sure if people totally buy that, but because people could like exploit. If you know the source code, then you know how to like break everything. You know you how to get around everything. it. Yeah. So oh, okay. Um, for but, piracy or just like hacks? Uh, kind of both. Okay. So yeah. But anyways, so it, so it's a big deal. I don't know all the, the details off the top of my head, but I was yeah, definitely yeah. reading some people that were like, "Yeah, this is here. Let me explain this to you." Yeah, very complicated. Um, but uh, FBI is involved. Apparently, it sounds like the same person hacked Uber in a similar way. Um, the through, car share thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, hear about that. And so Uber and Rockstar, I guess, are like working together now along Teaming with the up. FBI and just, just will Uber appear yes. in GTA 6. Like, because <laughs> normally they have, like, fake brands. Will Uber just straight up be in it? Absolutely. Like, I mean, handshake they'll deal? They'll have Boober. Oh, my God. Bloodworth. <laughs> Who are you these days? Blood is on fire. I love this. Edgy blood, dude. I but mean, you're totally you right. GTA, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're totally right, though. You know, like, the, you get a ride and get a ride. Um, But they... Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the guy was, like, trying to negotiate a deal with Rockstar at one point. So weird. Like, the the chutzpah. Like, also, how do you do... And, like, yeah, Sophia was telling me that he wanted them to, like, communicate with him via telegram or some weird thing. Yeah, but then put the number out there for everybody to contact. Like, what? It's just like, what are you, crazy? (laughs) Like... He seemed to be surprised that it gone viral. I'm like, what? Do you have any idea what you're doing? Well, it blows my mind because it's like... You have enough technical wherewithal to hack Rockstar, and yet you don't know how things will go viral on the internet. <laughs> like, what? I'll just post this in the GTA right. forum, see if anyone notices. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, they're going to notice. <laughs> it's the internet, man. Ugh. But yeah, I saw some of the footage. Um, I didn't like sit and watch it, but... It looks cool. I don't know. Looks, it looks interesting. Like Grand Theft Auto. Looks like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It was cool to see all the dev tools, like just like text all down the side mm-hmm. of the screen and stuff. Um, felt a little dirty watching it because it's like I'm definitely not supposed to be seeing this, but right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like I feel bad for like I feel bad for game being like revealed in a way that they don't want it to be revealed. Yeah, it's a nightmare. But I, 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 said, but yeah. I think it was nice to see the industry kind of rally around it to like yeah. kind of like fight the stigma of like shame like oh be embarrassed by this footage it's like let's show you like like one of the first ones I was like control like here's control that one like best visual stuff yeah. here's an early build of it here's what it looked like at the same point that probably right. GTA 6 is at it's like you know this particle or like ops like objects is attached to the character like floating around like this looks wrong but like they're just te- it's for testing purposes yeah. like this is like uh, i think there'd be less of a stigma if more companies were a little bit more open and showed more behind the scenes of the process from they can't do it for every game obviously but like at some point putting that out there like hey here's a making of documentary of like x game huge triple well, title skate's been doing that 
Yeah. And I that's really good yeah. that they've been doing that because I think that helps fight that stigma because the easy thing is in our day and age with like social media and memes and stuff is like, oh, it looks like shit. Oh, let's right. tweet that out there. Well, like, and it's, it's all about presentation, yeah. right? Because like they tweeted out the Sea of Thieves thing I saw too where it's like very low poly. It was a test game. You know, it, they had – they actually – Secretly turned on cameras on the people test testing it so that they had real reactions, which is, you know, violation of privacy, but a cute idea too. But like, um, I think that, you know, we can't see more of this. Like, we all bemoan Dev Diaries at E3, right? And it's like if they show an in progress early game at E3 is when you're going to get like, oh, it looks terrible, oh puddles, oh blah blah blah. But like, yeah. if you do like a a blog on your website where you're like, here's where we're at. You know, that's the way to present it where people won't freak out, I think. So I think we see this more with smaller developers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they want to, like, show the progress and, like, they don't have, like... And the, it garners support. Yeah, they don't have the clout, though. Like, they, yeah. there's no no good faith there. Like, just trust me, it's coming along and stuff. But, like, no, we don't. We need to see it. I'm talking about, like, after release, after the yeah. fact. It'd be nice to, like... Because, oh. like, GDC yeah. is a place where this does happen. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 even, yeah, like, yeah. Nintendo shows up sometimes and shows prototypes. It's like, wait, what? Like, yeah. Yeah, they Passing around the Splatoon yeah. and Breath of the Wild prototypes, it's, yeah, like it's yeah. great, and I, I like normalizing that a little bit more, or releasing it in like, hey, we're gonna show you off. Maybe it is an E3 thing, but like, here's where it was, here's where it is now, like yeah. showing like the evolution of it, like that might make people realize how much better it looks too. Uh, I don't know. I think yeah. there are effective ways to do it, but I think the end goal is just helping to like normalize in the mindset of a lot of like consumers and just like. People in general are like games don't start looking like they do at the end of like when they're released. Right. They don't just come out looking like that right. from the beginning. So like you gotta do some of that work. And if you see something like don't go like uh, uh, yeah, you can be like okay, that doesn't look good, but know why it doesn't look good because it's so early in development. Like it's just information and education. That's all. And you I, made like, me think of something though that like there is there is like a a, a tipping point in game like brand awareness or budget size or company size where like Ubisoft showing a game before it's ready is terrible and looks bad and dooms the game forever. Whereas like Johnny Indie showing their game really early is like, Oh, way to go. This is super cool. You know, like I wonder where that middle line is where like where it stops well, being cool and indie and like, or, I you know also what I mean? think it's, it is very much helpful. You know, like Dominic was saying, I think it's, it's a high. It's a hindsight thing. Yeah. Where it's more effective, you know. Yeah. It's like well, you know what the final game looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go back, but when you just see like you know like like Splatoon and Sea of Thieves, they're like your character models are just like rectangles or big oval guys. Like uh, yeah, you, you can't get a sense of what, what the game even is. Most people. This you know? used to be stuff that we'd see uh, like with a like Game Shark and stuff, and people would find like the the, the beta right, rooms the or like the testing room, yeah. rooms. Like yeah, yeah. like it's like they, sometimes it still exists in the game. It's like that was cool to see after again after remember the, the 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 test footage of Ocarina of Time though. Remember when we saw that like. Link was very basic and rudimentary, but at that time, like, 3D graphics was so yeah. new that, like, anything looked cool. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the things I would, like, wish Nintendo would put out, like, official footage of. They still had it. Like, like I'd love to see more footage of, like, the early builds of this stuff, like, and at this point. And I think, yeah, I, I think that would, uh, one, a lot of the fans would be very interested in that. And that spins it in a very positive way. So that in the future, should said leak happen to that big company again, like Rockstar or something, it's like... 
a majority of people like the narrative immediately would be like the fans running to their fence being like oh yeah we like they really this looks just like when they released the last game's documentary or whatever like it's at this right, space so, right. like this is actually very uh, positive and like they can extrapolate you know oh I see what they're doing here I, I don't know like well but like doesn't doesn't Rockstar I guess I, I heard Rockstar's reaction and the other devs reactions to this leak mostly like commiserating business wise but like were the were the ga- were the fans like gamers on the whole like this looks like crap? It's like doesn't Rockstar have enough faith from this industry from gamers that like obviously it's gonna be kick ass when it comes out? Like were people saying this looks terrible? Yeah, I mean that's why this whole thing yeah. happened is because like one person's reaction just sort of became a meme, ah. and then all these other studios like no this is what our game looked like you yeah, know like, like that's i guess that just that just shows yeah we need to educate people on how games it, are made yeah they it, don't just mystically happen and that might be asking a lot too but at the same time i think this is also a byproduct of how s- the secretive nature of games have become yeah. in, in in service of the big hype reveal it's like as we're getting well, into more leaks and stuff it's like this is also a little bit of like a, a, a product of like Everything's about like the. I know it's the marketing plan, but like yeah. too much of it's about the build up and the like the announcement. I get that's a big moment sometimes, but like there's too much stock put into that now that like it's just become like a machine and it's right. kind of like but it goes but both ways though it does because, it absolutely does thing, yes, remember, it does you know a lot of people got upset with Bioshock Infinite for misleading advertising yeah. for their E three reveal and it was like it's not that it was misleading it's just that like. They just decided to throw that stuff away and, and make a different game, essentially, right. you know? You know, so like all of these different things that you saw in that that gameplay demo was like that was the game at that time and now it's not the game. And so I think that's one of the reasons that you get some of the secrecy is like people are still trying to figure out what the game is. Well and like that's because so. like the nature of the industry has become, whether intentionally or not, I think certainly unintentionally, showing your game at all is advertising. Like is is a commercial marketing endeavor like even if you don't intend it to that's how it's taken so like people accuse you of false advertising for showing something that's a prototype that has theoretical gameplay elements that end up not being in the final product because that's how game design works and they get pissed at you and it's just like no we're just showing you the honest thing where we were at three years ago before this game came out you know yeah somebody recently um uh, i saw floating around too they reposted some of the video of the uh Perfect dark uh, E3 footage where you have like mapped your face in. They were using the Game Boy camera to put your face oh, into the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And like that was a feature that was, you know, that was going to be there. And then yeah. it decided, you know, Nintendo decided, so, no, let's not do this. It's so interesting because for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe news just moved slower back then. To me, from my perspective, all that stuff was like seen as normal and like not like outrage when it happened it was like it's more like trivia knowledge like I, i'm co- i'm cool because i knew about that being cut yeah versus like oh no we want to like roast nintendo and like harass their employees and stuff because like we're angry downgrade and, like, yeah. yeah it's a downgrade or whatever it's like it, I, I don't know maybe it's because the human brain is yeah. not built to handle the internet <laughs> things change now it's like <laughs> it's not cool trivia anymore it's like use this fodder to like kind of like hold it against a company or something like that like some yeah. kind of like weird I don't know, vendetta sometimes. It gets a little personal, it seems. But it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, just games. It's real people making those games. And it's like, yeah, if a game comes out and it's you don't like it, you know, 
there's always a chance they'll make another one. Like, especially the bigger series, like, they're going to make another GTA. They'll make another Assassin's Creed. They'll always make right. like, another, like, freaking well, Zelda or whatever. That's one of the but, issues, like, too, though, like right? One, is that, like, if you're making one. a sequel, then you have a lot of placeholder assets. And, like, people are like, oh, just reusing right. this right. or that, you know? Kratos yeah. rows the boat the same. Right. It's like, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all some of that was, yeah, Horizon as well. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, you... Why? Why reinvent that <laughs> exactly? The difference, though, like, yeah. uh, there. Of course, they'll make another GTA, but that'll be in twelve years. I, yeah, <laughs> you I, know, like in Assassin's like, Creed, you wait nine months. Yeah, those come out a lot faster. I mean, that, but that's like the that's the thing. Like, and I, we we know what it is with like with Rockstar GTA though. Like that first trailer drop is the big thing. Yeah, yeah. and even this, while we like you've seen the game technically you have not yeah, seen the game yeah. like you've not seen anything close to how it the final thing probably looks so like when that right. trailer drops it's still going to be a surprise and stuff so like i don't think it's like i never really thought that like the only thing that ever was concerned was like the source code stuff because of like you know how much access people could gain if we got into the wrong hands with the you know and then it would force the team to have to go back and address some stuff but like as far as like something being out there visually, it's like the worst thing that happens is it comes out right before an announcement and you see what it looks like. And it's like, and it is re- like reflective yeah, of yeah, the final yeah. product. And it's like, like oh, what happens man. to Naughty Dog every single yeah, time? It's like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've always been of the mindset that leaks of a game's existence for the sake of like spoiling a reveal, I don't don't really like those. I'm not really in favor of those. And well, that's like, the thing, I, too. I it's like we had this like those. weird line where it's like we yeah. already had like reports of like what this game was going to be about, even yeah. though it's, it's not been revealed, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah, that's always been a thing. I'm always for leaks that like, ex- like existence of a game that we'd otherwise never have known about. Let's say like something that got canceled. I right. love yeah, those types yeah, yeah. of Absolutely things. Absolutely love those, yeah. Historical as long as they're leaks. legal and stuff. I always get a little worried when it's like how the means are obtained, but as long as it's like done okay wise, I love learning about those things because it's more of like history and uh, information or leaks that expose things that need to be exposed. Like something that was otherwise being concealed and it's like, yeah, yeah this needs to be brought to light. But like a game existence is like, it will be news at some point, but like you don't have some moral obligation to report on like I learned the existence of this game that's coming out next year. I have to report this. It's like it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like that is a like that is a line sometimes that like I don't know if you need to cross that line. Right. Yeah. Well, and like I guess I don't really know how stuff leaks like this happen. Probably different all the time. If like somebody's smuggling out a hard drive from the office, or if he's, like, literally hacking into the mainframe. Well, this, this was uh, social engineering. Somehow, like, like it got into Rockstar Slack. Oh. And, like, so basically convinced somebody at the company that he was somebody that had lost information or whatever oh. and that kind of thing. Um, so working remote probably helped this happen. Right. And so that's one of the fears, too, is that it might cause companies to lock down on allowing... People to work remote, which oh. then will, yeah. you know, keep people from being able to work from other parts of the world or whatever. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of like the thing is, is like yeah. it's not going to hurt Rockstar, the company, no. and their profits. It's it's just going to be a hey. huge pain in the butt for the actual people on the ground making a, this game. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. And this shit's been happening since before remote work became more commonplace. So it's like, yeah, they could point to that, but I hopefully like. People can push back and be like, you know, you've, you've, leaks like this have been happening forever. And in, in the same fashion, like people have done it this way 
even when you were all working in an office. So it's like, yeah, don't don't take away. They don't punish workers for something like this. It's like you know maybe figure out a different way to address it that doesn't like. I mean, like, know, like the way people react is unpredictable. Like one close call and we all have to take our shoes off at the airport forever. You know, it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Rockstar they seem to be, publicly saying that they're yeah. not going to change what they're doing. They seem to be pretty chill so, about it, honestly. Yeah. Like they're, you know what? They're taking down everything, and they're working with the authorities to figure out who this person is. And yeah, they're not saying a whole lot about the dev side of it. I mean, That's the thing. Yeah. Like to to quote George R. R. Martin, you know, when he was like, "You can't, you can't change your narrative based on internet." like speculation like if you've planned from the beginning that the butler did it and the internet guesses that the butler did it you can't change your story to make the butler not do it because you've set up the butler doing it (laughs) and so nothing will make sense so i think rockstar is big enough and they understand that maybe enough that they're just like oh we're gonna stick to our guns it'll be good anyway and it'll sell like hotcakes yeah gonna print money being set in vice city it's like not gonna be like that's not people knowing that now is like, mm, right, yeah. whatever. If I mean, anything, it's only gonna build hype. Yeah, people are like, now people are like, I can't wait to see what it looks like when it's running and yeah. like the final graphics and stuff with that trailer. Like, seeing Vice City and like, you know, PS5, Xbox Series X graphics is like, yo, it's like, it's yeah. gonna look good and stuff. Or and the like, it won't look good, who knows? Bonnie and Clyde, like, honey bunny kind of nature yeah. of it, like, it's cool. I don't know, it's interesting. Um, but again, the fact that things have leaked, whether it be the information or the footage, when they change things, it's just going to right. make people have all these weird questions about like, why didn't I thought it was going to be a Bonnie and Clyde thing? Why did they get rid of that? Like, I'm, well, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be because like, because it maybe wasn't working. Who knows? You I'm know, I'm going to be like, like, why is there not a paragraph of dev text on the side of the screen? That was my favorite <laughs> feature. <laughs> why are my like coordinates and frame rates like, being displayed at all times? What is this? <laughs> why do they? Why aren't there weird item ID boxes showing up on everything? <laughs> that was the best yeah. part. Yeah, I saw the shit in Watch Dogs. Like it's a like the hacking part, right? Mm. Where'd you cut the hacking scene from? Yeah. Uh, A a lot of other things in terms of of leaks that have happened recently. Um, 2K's support uh, system got hacked. uh, And so they got in and they were emailing uh, customers. uh, And so if you you got an email from 2K support with a link, don't click on that link. Oh, boy. Uh, And uh, also, you know, get all the passwords and all that stuff updated there. Could you do that kind of stuff with source code? Like, if you knew the source code of GTA 6, could you, like, reverse, like, hack in and plant, like, a virus into GTA 6 or, like, a like a keystroke tracker that, like... Potentially? I don't really know. Uh, whatever. But yeah, there's all kinds of weird malicious stuff you could do for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, 40 minutes of Diablo 4 footage got leaked. <laughs> Apparently somebody with a test build was streaming it, and other people just started watching. <laughs> Yo, there you go. Uh, has like clear watermarks on the screen, and probably personally identified. I, I was that gonna build. say that's got like all. <laughs> we've played. We play a lot of preview builds sometimes that have like easy allies like watermarked onto it, and it's like I didn't know <laughs> who leaked it. Wait, well, there's an email I'm supposed to read. Yeah, I so, thought I was gonna play it. <laughs> Um, Read the email. A really wild one. Uh, YouTube video producer Dan Allen slipped up. He had been using an alternate Twitter account known as The Real Insider. uh, Had been leaking stuff that was just like basically like as a content creator, as a media, like 
that gets emailed to him, the embargoes, NDA signed or whatever, uh, including like a lot of the recent Assassin's Creed things. Yeah. And he replied to somebody with his real account and got caught. Um, Whoopsie. Yeah. It seems like this is the way it always happens. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Social media, it's like... People are trying to like do things like you just accidentally reply in the wrong account. Like, there but it's go. like good, dude. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, if you can't play the game, get off the get off the dance floor or whatever. But this is all. <laughs> this one's like this is like I don't know. This is like you know better, man. Like you, yeah, you, this, this is, is like you were literally trying all. to take no, advantage yeah. of like your access that you clearly gained under certain conditions. Yeah, and you broke that trust. So it's like, yeah, like if there actual NDAs involved in this stuff, that's yeah. people were saying yes. There are lawyers are going to come. At yeah, you it's now. Like, like you're you're like sorry, bud. Like maybe like like yeah, anything we like in the past that's ever come up like with our fun stories about weird like someone wasn't happy with something we did with something it's like those are always like oh we thought we were doing this right or whatever this is like straight up like malicious like yeah. you are clearly trying to like yeah burn like yeah you're going too far here and like you're getting you know and af- but afterwards he also admitted that some of his rumors straight up he just made them up <laughs> he just okay. made up stuff that, about silent okay. hill and that, metal gear kind of Okay. I feel like half of the, half of these guys what? are just doing that. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like yeah, more than half. So I guess yeah. is that a way to like keep people off your trail? And it's like, well, he said that they dude, were we wrong. Don't know where because yeah, from. I mean that's the mentality. Yeah. Probably is like you can't be too good at something or too accurate because right. you, you got to lose some or you got to like miss predict a few things. Like there's like probably like that sweet spot of like percentage. Like I gotta be right sixty seven point seven percent of the time. Anything above that, like Nintendo ninjas are gonna know and they're gonna drop down on me. It it is funny like market analysts or like Jeff Grubb or whoever where it's like, how often do you have to be right for people to still listen to you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a whole thing. I mean, I, I personally prefer it when uh, I don't know. There, there's like only a handful of ones like I take like pretty much like more more than a grain of salt, and they usually go through a very rigorous process of like multiple source verification. Usually, yeah, the yeah, eyes yeah. have to see something. You're not just telling me about it. I saw something from both of these sources or more. And like honestly, it's like it's you know you know few of the usual suspects there that like are pretty much consistently right, but like they don't break things as often but when they do it's like it's big news right. and like you can yeah. trust them and like I get it like I don't think specifically probably with like Jeff Grubb situation I don't think there was like it was anything wrong like in no, the no, like no, they no. probably That's were saying what they thought was first name the that popped into my but this head. is the risk you take yeah. when you're trying to like yeah. give out insider information publicly like this is that Things are fluid and change. We're just talking about like right. the, the development stuff, and like that could change and like very right. quickly. Well, yeah, half Marketing of those Nintendo rumors. It's just like, yeah, you know, uh, how many times have we seen, uh, like going back to to that whole thing about iterations and prototypes? How many times have we seen them like bring out like just this table full of shells of controller designs, right? So yep. we had this and this and this, and then we tried that, and it's like even the Xbox controller, which feels almost identical, yeah. generation yeah. to generation, when they, they show, show that, you all yeah. of these different designs that they that they tested. I love the button pressing, like testing machines <laughs> that they show in those videos when they finally pick one. And it's like you catch a glimpse, like someone shows you a photo that shows like one of those prototypes. It's like, yeah, that was a prototype, but like you didn't get the full picture even in that con- like yeah. content. I sometimes I feel like 
you don't always have the full context is an insider. Some of these insiders, when they're getting told something, and like that's part of the thing is like you are putting your reputation on the line right. is what in you know, your credibility. So maybe you know be a little bit more selective and like don't you don't always have to repeat everything that you hear as well. I yeah. mean, and along those lines, oh here we go, new website Insider Gaming. <laughs> Not to be confused with Inside Gaming. Oh, great. <laughs> launched, uh, and one of their first stories claims a new version of the PS5 is coming next year uh, that will support a detachable disk drive. So essentially, they don't have to sell, you know, the, the digital-only version and the disk version. They'll just sell one, and then you can attach a disk drive. Like All- a USB this Something like that. Essentially. So, maybe a bit of a different port right. that runs I could, faster. I could upgrade but, my Resident Evil 2. So I, I get... Some people buy the digital-only PlayStation might regret it and don't want to spend the whole money to buy a new system. That makes sense to me. Are digital PS5, digital-only PS5s more easily available, readily available than the disc versions right now? Because I could see maybe... I don't think also, any of them are available. Yeah, I thought they were both just hard to get. I mean, it just simplifies the manufacturing. that You don't have to make multiple... PS5s, you know, that like everything, you know, all of your PS5s are just the same. Yeah, it just seems like an accessory, even something like essential like this is, I don't know, like it could be true, but it seems weird in this it day seems and age. Weird. It's like, yeah. It seems so like 2000s. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem like something you would do today. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, so maybe it's real. Maybe it's like for developers only or something. I don't know. Like, it is knows? funny though because like my PC hasn't had a disk drive for seven years like you yeah. know yeah i i have an well, external I, my, disc drive for playing I, I blade have runner one, but i had to buy it separately i have an external the, blade the uh, disc drive were, for playing blade runner I the place I, I built it from they they yeah. didn't sell them so yeah. i just had to buy a disc drive and yeah. install it myself like cars don't have cd players like somebody gave me a cd yeah. and i'm like what the hell am i gonna do with this thing <laughs> yeah i just use my playstation systems to play yeah. shit and yeah so, like that's how it works now but like when I realized that my Xbox could play Blu-rays, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> all yeah, those Blu-rays yeah, I have, yeah. I can use." <laughs> yeah, I mean that one's like whatever. Even if it turns out to be not true, it's like, yeah, right. it's not like a whole brand new but it, PlayStation. It's, just, it's right. just kind of wild. That like you know, they're starting a brand new site, you know, based on this type of reporting. And I'm, I know that they're reporting other things that are just more. I, I, well, yeah, I want to hear some stories, of the other but, stuff eventually because this seems like a pretty easy like guess. Like, in, like yeah. in, even if it's wrong, people are like yeah, whatever. Like mm-hmm. need that like bold that bold leak there. Like that. Uh, I'll have more respect for that kind of website if they if they have a, like if an article goes up like every two weeks. Sure. If they're putting stuff up every day, oh, yeah. I'm like. Then there's the rumor mill. Yeah, yeah, you're just making crap up. Like, there's no way you got this much insider information. Also, what's the, I don't know, like, what's the point? <laughs> like, if you're just tweeting out secrets, what's the point? Because just getting followers? I know so right much crazy now, shit. Okay. I'm just, I'm, what am right I going to do? Right now, like, it feels like an easy way to get social, uh, not credibility, uh, clout uh, is to be an insider. It's like one, yeah. it's like a fast track to becoming, like, a lot of followers. A cool kid. Yeah, essentially yeah. that. And uh, I got to start up on a, a fake Twitter account. There you go. You got to do it on, <laughs> no, don't do it on Twitter. Do it on on TikTok. TikTok. Right. You got to use your face on TikTok. Be a VTuber. There you go. VTuber yeah. on TikTok. There'll the, be one the frame VTuber all of a leaker. sudden. It'll, it'll pop yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to watch your stuff real carefully. Like Twitter and like like people searching for stuff, it's like it's a... It's Dead medium. Di- yeah, it's Like dying. email. People aren't even using Google to search anymore. They look up TikTok videos. Like how do I like do this? They go on TikTok now. They don't Is use Google. Is that real? Yeah. Uh, 
Gen Z is using oh, TikTok yeah. more to search for how to do things or look up information in TikTok than they're using Google. I heard they don't even know how to type. Gen what? Z. Oh. Yeah. It's all swipe. It's all swipe now. Touch, yeah. It's touch, all iPads. Yeah, they don't them. know. Like, keyboard typing is starting yeah. to, is going to be yeah. the next thing. Like, handwriting has been one that's been declining. Keyboard typing is And they do is this instead of this for phone. It's, it's all changing. It's a changing world. Everything's, <laughs> everything's gone bugaboo, Bloodworth. Do you think? Do you think anyone in Gen Z cares about these these leaks? No, no, I I certainly don't. I mean, I'm sure they do. The GTA Six was everywhere. Everybody loves Gigantic. Roblox. They care more about the Roblox. <laughs> I made GTA Six in Roblox. No, someone make Roblox Insider already. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, the wild gamut of leaks of many kinds. Uh, we've got more news to come, but if you've been enjoying the show so far. Please take a second to like and subscribe and ring the notification bell uh, if you're watching here on YouTube. Uh, it helps us and it helps you stay connected. And rate us mm-hmm. on your audio podcasting service. Also, yeah. tell give us, us a positive yeah. rating. A lot of people didn't even know you could do that on Spotify. I didn't know it you exists. could do that. <laughs> and then I was I guessed it on What's Good Games, and they were like, "Hey, give us a good rating on your audio podcast thing." And I was like. Damn it! We should have been we should have been telling people to do that for seven so years. Five star rating. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. And be sure to tell us why we need to be on TikTok instead of YouTube. We're on TikTok. Everything on TikTok. <laughs> there we go. I got it. I got it. <laughs> we need to do more shorts, probably. Yeah. On YouTube. For yeah, sure. we gotta get the license. TikTok music. numbers are pretend. They don't. They don't. We can convert. use license music now. Gen Z doesn't click through. They don't click through. They don't convert, Damiani. We need. They don't convert. Damn it. <laughs> I need the leaks to figure out how to convert them. Who's got that knowledge? <laughs> Jeff Grubb. Jeff Grubb. All right. NPD time. Woo! All right. We got the August game. sales figures uh, for the U.S. Um, fall, dude. Yeah. Fall. We're in fall now. I love it. Officially, we're in fall now. Yeah, I, I know. Officially I'm, I'm, I'm fall. jazzed as hell about a, being in fall. today. Do you like fall? Yeah, I've been having fall vibes. Cutting Mysterious Monsters coming out on Monday. It's okay. Uh, Heat Wave's coming back tomorrow. What? Heat Wave's coming back. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it was feeling chill. Oh, man. It's been good. Get another week of anyway, Heat. Anyway, Mysterious uh, Monsters has fall vibes. Uh, some some overview before we get down the list. Uh, hardware dollar sales grew 14% compared to a year ago to $375 million, uh, Helped by improved supply of PS5 and Xbox Series consoles. Those are coming up. Wait, 375 million units? Uh, 375 million dollars for the industry. That seems low. For the month. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Uh, PS5 was August's best-selling hardware platform in both unit and dollar sales. So the way it's been, PS5 is leading in dollars, obviously, because it's so much more expensive. But the Switch has been doing units. So PS5 beat it this month? It beat it in August. Availability, baby. That availability coming up there. Um, but Switch has still sold the highest number of units overall through 2022. Um, and p- yeah, PS5 led market dollar sales. And let's hit this list. Hit the list. Uh, we've got three new games, including the top two. What do you think came in on top in August? Uh, Madden? Madden. Madden, you got yeah. it. Football. Twenty third consecutive year that Madden franchise release was the best setting title of its launch month. 
Hey, VG, EVGA can stop making graphics cards one day, one August. Madden's not going to be the top selling game. <laughs> it's going to happen. I think we should. Easy Chillin' made me want to just like have AI teams go and have Huber color commentate it and <laughs> yell about it. I have so much fun with that. Oh, man. Uh, number two was also a new release. What are you thinking? August? August. New I don't remember games, last week, Bloodworth. Big franchises, returning franchises. August? I, these, this always makes me feel like such a moron. The thing is, is you might think that it's not doing so well based on a lot of the news going around. Call of Duty? Especially this no. past week with some financial statements. It's Saints Row. Oh, oh, yeah. That sold number well? Two. Number two. Holy Dang. crap. But, okay. But they're, I forgot you know, that existed. They're talking about it's not doing as well as they're, you know, anticipating. You're but not going to beat Madden, beat Saints Row. Yeah. Well, I mean, Be real. I think it's not about where they chart on the thing. It's yeah, just, yeah. you know, where their, their sales figures are at. They do say they'll, it'll make money, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be the big thing that they were hoping for at the Embracer Group. Yeah. Um, First bad return on investment. (laughs) (laughs) Our other new game um, may be a surprise. It's pretty far down the list, but got any any ideas there? Stray was long ago. Yeah, Stray was not August. Uh, RPG. In August? Xenoblade? Xenoblade was before. Xenoblade was in July. That came out in July. A new RPG in August. Another f- returning franchise. Another returning franchise? What? Just tell us, Blood. <laughs> Soul Hackers 2. Oh, debuting really? At 15. Yeah. Whoa, oh, wow. Down there. I thought you were about to say number three. No, <laughs> no, 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 dude. But no, number three, though, That's th- this is one that has been around for a while, but. Uh, you know, it got a good boost. It had a good reason to get a boost in August. Cyberpunk? No, so, you're a little ahead of the game there. That just, okay. that just that'll happened. Probably be, that'll probably be this month, right? That would be this month probably, yeah. We got a game coming to a new platform. Very big, very popular. Hadn't been available there before, though. <laughs> There's so many. Spider-Man. Oh, raising PC. from the raising from eighty fourth place to third. Oh, wow, <laughs> Bloodworth August was so long ago. <laughs> We're different people I now. Games came out in August. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So those those are some of the big big hitters. We'll go through the whole list. But anything you think might be on there, you want to see where it might be? Elden Ring still kicking. Elden Ring is at number four. Okay, oh, wow. right, right there. Holy crap. Obviously, Mario Kart's probably on there. Mario Kart is at number six. Wow, yeah, okay. GTA Mario 5 Kart. might still be on there. It wasn't on there a couple GTA months ago. No GTA this month. Oh. No, no GTA. Calabunga Collection, I guess, won't be there till no. next month, huh? Because that was... Uh, <laughs> That'll be number one next month, then. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. I don't Heart think it's there. Look forward to that. Hit us. All right, so one was Madden, as we said, two Saints Row, three Spider-Man, four Elden Ring, five Multiverses. Wow, that's right. That was doing really well. After last month's number one debut. Yeah. 
Uh, six is Mario Kart. Seven is Minecraft. Of course. Eight is Lego Star Wars. Oh. Yep, still kicking. Nine is MLB The Show. Uh-huh. Uh, strong contender. Uh, ten is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Wow. Ten, so second month. And that's ten. physical only. Uh, yes. Yeah, for Nintendo titles, they're only reporting physical. Uh, Eleven, Digimon Survive, still hanging in Yo, there. Wow, all right. Digimon. Uh, Twelve, Horizon Forbidden West. Sure, oh, okay. It's nice to see that still Wait, there. Wait, uh, did that just, that's PC also, right? Uh, hasn't been to PC yet, but it, it got some kind of like promotional deal oh, or something okay, going okay. on. Uh, 13, Call of Duty Vanguard. 14, Far Cry 6. Oh. Huh. Uh, still hanging in there. 15 is Soul Hackers 2. 16 is Smash Brothers. Damn. Uh, 17, Gran Turismo 7. 18, maybe a surprise, uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land still hanging oh. in there. Wow. Um, 19 is Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Woohoo! <laughs> there you go. Good job. Skyrim Good job. Living GTA 5. It's happening. Yeah. And then uh, 20 is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Mm. Skyrim, dude. dude um, oh, Spider-Man was also the month's bestseller across tracked Steam titles. Nice. Which shouldn't be a, a surprise after yeah. that big, yeah. <laughs> big jump there. Uh, last week, just like the day after we recorded, I, I hate when like all these big stories are like, I, yeah. I want to I talk about this right now. Last week was pretty crazy, though. Um, yeah, TGS and everything going on. Uh, but of all places, for news to pop up, on the official PlayStation podcast, uh, Hideaki Nashino said that the new headset will not be backwards compatible. PSVR 2 will not play PSVR games. And the quote specifically, PSVR games are not compatible with PSVR 2 because PSVR 2 is designed to deliver a truly Next generation experience. <laughs> uh, so wait, could a yeah. game developer do like a yes. an upgrade patch? You can, you can yeah, you could. Make a new I don't version. know about patch, but you obviously like they they could put out a new version of the game. Well, but like how they do for from PS4 to PS5, or is well, it whatever like they want to charge for it? I guess sure, but them. we haven't yeah, heard yeah, anything yeah. about that, but right? They, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they they talked about you know the hand tracking, yeah. eye tracking, controllers, yeah. 3D audio means developing PSVR 2 requires a whole different approach than PSVR. That's the th- yeah, that's the thing. I'm, yeah. I actually I'm surprised. It seems like a lot of the reaction to this was like this was expected. Like once mm-hmm. it, like people like PSVR fans have been like expecting this announcement like what's well, a bummer the new ways especially like how they're doing like the camera work or whatever like the tracking yeah, yeah. is way different it, w- it wouldn't be compatible with the older stuff anyway so like they're like the amount of work it would take that there's no way they're doing that. So just the ones that are worthwhile, just hopefully the publishers, developers will make new versions. Like Astrobot will probably get, hopefully we'll get like, you know, an, an updated version for PSVR 2 and maybe like some of the other standout ones. But I don't know. Like it, it, I, I, I've just seen, I'm not the VR person. I don't really mm-hmm. play it as you know, but I expected a little bit more like backlash and it seemed very kind of like, you know, tempered, like kind of like, yeah, this is what this is. We would have preferred this, but we'd rather have this newer, better experiences. And like any of the older worthwhile ones might be added at some point in the future. I think there's still an expectation, though, whether it is, you know, makes sense or not that like I think a lot of people like got like PlayStation Plus PSVR games expecting they're going to be able to, you know, play those on PSVR 2. 
I think the fact that, you know, there's already, to me, like there's already that generational thing where it's like, okay, well, my PS5 plays PS4 games, so yeah. my PSVR 2 you know, is a PS5 accessory, I mean, my yeah. PSVR is a PS4 accessory, then why doesn't my PSVR yeah. 2 play a PSVR game? The expectation, my qu- uh, f- quick follow-up question, does, uh, does PlayStation 5 support OG PSVR now? Yes, but you have to get an adapter get a for the camera. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the main thing. So people already own a PSVR and ditch their PS4s, but have a PS5. They're not tech. I, I, they're playing. For, yeah, for the you most can part, they're not the losing on their games. Maybe there's a few that aren't still supported or anything, but like they still can play their catalog of games. Right, but there's also the hope that like with the PSVR 2 that like maybe you get boosted frame rates, higher resolution. Yeah. You know, just th- certain things just kind of just automatically. Just by out of the gate. I mean, that, yeah. that, 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 it's weird that they can't nice. just make the PSVR track the controllers, and that would be basically. But the, it. everything. This is this, this is sort of the problem is that like PlayStation VR is is a hacked up dinosaur. Yeah, I mean, like P- PSVR PS3 one is like pretty bad controllers. Yeah, 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 it's like not a good system, <laughs> and it never really was, in my opinion. I mean, it's it's built comfortably, and I think it it works pretty well for when it came out. But it was so quickly. It was beaten. eclipsed immediately. Yeah. Like, yeah. A nice gesture, maybe, to like make this go down smoother. They haven't announced it, but uh, it'd be nice if they did at some point. Uh, it's part of like PlayStation Extra or whatever. Like, maybe Sony works with some of those studios to get them updated for PSVR right. two. And it's like, if you're an extra member, they're gonna be available to you. I mean, you can download them and you keep them. Period. Right. Or, or maybe they can be sold piecemeal as well. But like. For people already buying into like their loyalty programs already and still a supporter, it's something they could they could give to their loyal customers or something like that. Or maybe like if you buy PSVR at some point, like we're gonna give you like a rain check thing where like you get to pick two of these classics that we're updating. Maybe we're updating like ten of them or something, or ten best PSVR games are getting PSVR but I mean, two like, versions. But it's a, similar. I think, I think that's this is where it all comes down to. The problem for me is it's like now you have this catalog of games. You like these games, but now like they're locked to this ancient dinosaur hardware. You just want to play your games on the, you know, if you're going to invest in PSVR 2 and you've already spent hundreds so, of dollars on PSVR games. Do a fan poll, you know, find out which are the best ones and just make those on PSVR 2. No, and, I like, think they should the be actively ones. out there making every yeah. single game that they can. <laughs> That's not happening. But like that, <laughs> that like, this several thoughts. Like I think that this belies like the lack of outcry to me is more indicative of like the lack of popularity of VR. Okay, that could be true. Like mm-hmm. if this were some kind of equivalent news about GTA, every we'd never stop hearing about it. it you, you know, know? What this equivalent of this would be uh, Nintendo announced a Switch Two, and uh, none of your purchases or uh, right, your digital exactly, shop purchases yeah. are carrying like, over. We, right. That would be that would destroy the reality because people would yeah. be so pissed. Whereas this is like, it's it's a luxury niche market, and like, you know, it, the the people who are going to be pissed about this are the people who invested in that. And I think similar to Nvidia, they don't want you to, they don't want you to play your old games. They want you to buy the new stuff and invest in all the new stuff, and they're going to force it. But the problem with that though is, it's already such a, a niche, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, you yeah. want to have yeah. as much of a library there to appeal to as many. It does people. seem it does seem to cannibalize the the idea. Yeah. The, not, like yeah. it would be good for them to have like again. I'm thinking of the person. It's like maybe this year, like see, saw some like Moss Book Two, which will right. obviously probably be put out there. But it's like, uh, but you know, but they're waiting to play. 
some of these games like oh I'll just wait for PSVR 2 I'm right. not gonna buy a PSVR well, right and now. like what a win yeah. what a win for PSVR 2 it, it would be if like let's say you're on PS plus premium or whatever the hell it is and you have your PSVR 2 and like you've you've played the two games that are out already for the PSVR 2 but like then you can go back and play every PSVR game, like included in your subscription. That would be pretty good for for the subscription. I don't know. It's weird. Has to, yeah, it has to be the technical hurdle is significant enough that they think it's pro- it's prohibitive enough that like they don't want to go through that effort to do but it. But like some of these things, some of these things. I mean, I don't know. I guess, but like they could have software solutions. Like, take for example, Mist Online for Quest Two. They patched in hand tracking into the game like originally when that came out you used the controllers the quest 2 controllers and quest 2 has the cameras so they could do it and they did it in the game so i mean maybe it will just be on all the devs to like update their games to work with psvr2 like maybe it's not the end of the world well unless they're like fundamentally different but but that's one of the things too is that this is even blindsided some some devs yeah so like Uh-oh. there's one well, of it's our devastating i'm sure there's one of our our so listeners so many sales you're not gonna um, get they made a game called uh day magnet it was like a you know kind of like a portalish puzzle game yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i saw it yeah i played it at gdc a couple years back and then like as soon as like i t- tweeted out about this news is like oh crap now i have to like i have to tell this to our team yeah because they were expecting a sales boost a sales boost when PSVR 2 came oh, out okay. um, for their game but now like their game's not even going to work on PSVR 2 now they have to figure out how to make a PS5 version they're in Brazil apparently it's Can't hard to get, get a, a PS5, PS5 yeah. dev kit in Brazil like and, and so like they have to like now they have to like come up with a pr- like a new project for the team to do this. See, okay, that that I think is a little yeah, bit that's of a failure brutal. there. Like Sony should definitely be trying to have some better outreach to these developers to make the path to making a PSVR2 version much simpler and easy for people already made teams already made stuff for them. They should be yeah, kissing up to them like you right. help support this right. thing. Yeah. So that part I agree with like that's very like disappointing that they're not like that the Sony was not working with them with this announcement like and like, kind of like Liam hang, like out to hang to dry. It feels it's like, short-sighted, wow, too, because yeah. it's like sort of similar to how Twitch like is changing things where it's like, why hurt the people that are making you money? Mm-hmm. Like, these are the people making games for your platform, which is underselling, you know? Why gouge them further Right. and make them just not want to support your thing? Like, they'll just go and make for the Quest 2 or whatever. Yeah, you and then, like I'm sure that... They are working with, you know, some of the, you know, the darlings like Polyarch. I'm you sure. Know, yeah. But there's so many people out there making VR games. Like, you really should be pushing to get as much of this stuff. Yeah. And, and to me, the, a lot of the problem is it's about the, the way this is messaged, right? Yeah. This, they just sort of said it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's not going to work. Like, it, like, almost like it doesn't matter. Right. Like, we the don't people care that spent that. the yeah. money on these games aren't going to care rather than saying, it's like, okay, like, so technically, there's no good solution. There's no emulation that's going to make this happen. But here's what we're going to do. Right. There's no solution for people. It's just it won't work. Now, <laughs> did Sony follow this up after? The, this as far as I can tell, they haven't. So could this also just be a thing of like someone spoken like it's not the full story yet, and we might still get more information possibly? I'm sure because- we will sort of potentially get more information, but it's just. 
it's weird because it's like they made it like Sid Schumann made a point of asking the question and then this is the answer and then they didn't say anything to follow up or ease you know people's worries or any they just nope that, yeah, they won't be backwards compatible that's it <laughs> yeah I wonder if that like my hope is that you know that that wasn't their intent just to try and bury it in some like podcast news that like would just get you know drowned out and people like we how, I mean how would it like you know PlayStation VR fans are obviously gonna like catch wind of it and be like yo what like yeah mm-hmm. uh, Sony's weird about stuff like this like there was that short period where they're recording indies and it was like a heyday oh. but then like from everyone I talked to you know like oh they talked about that recently too. yeah it's just like just working with Sony is just a pain in the ass well, but like and putting no, stuff on there, and but like, so then, um, yeah, uh, Jim Ryan and, and uh, Shuhei, um, they made a point of like, hey, we're not doing what we were doing at the beginning of the PS4, where they like had the I love, Indies yeah, or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, PlayStation loves indie thing. So like that's why Shuhei is now kind of like in charge of, of indies is to improve those things. Good, um, dude. he was just talking. I think it was at, um, EGX or the Games Industry Biz thing. But yeah, so he was talking about that, how like, they're in the process of okay, good. making that stuff better, that's what making they need. discoverability better. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they, they need someone like Shuhei to like be like a human and just be like, oh, it's hard to work with us in this way. Let's try to make that a better path, an easier path for indie developers. And he's been going around like just tweeting about games. Yeah, yeah, games yeah. yeah. Well, Shuhei's a, a sweetie too. pie. Yeah. But yeah, I hope that they make it easier. And I don't know, embrace PSVR. Like, it's so weird to me. It's like, why make another ha- hardware and then, like, shoot the devs in the foot? <laughs> it's just like, huh? Yeah. It, it's it's just that, that seemingly lack of foresight to, like, hey, we need to, you know, we're going to announce something that's going to be seen as bad. Right. How are we going to actually mitigate that? Right. Other than just thing yeah yeah too bad yeah at least give us more information (laughs) like help us to understand (laughs) this problem yeah also this week ea motive uh announced a new single player iron man game i love how they made sure to save a single player uh (laughs) after all of ea's statements about multiplayer in the past and the avengers problems uh the executive producer is, uh, I'm going to get this name wrong, it's French, Olivier Proulx, I don't know what you do with the X at the end of that, P-R-O-U-L-X, uh, who was uh, on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Fantastic. But obviously that team is going everywhere. Those people are splitting off. Um, Motive, uh, the studio previously worked on Star Wars Squadrons, and they're working on uh, the Dead Space uh, remake. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's the first of several Marvel games at EA, including uh, a rumored, still rumored, Black Panther open world title. Uh, former PlayStation boss Sean Layden is now strategic advisor for Tencent. Oh. Uh, so cool. he's getting paid. He's, yeah, getting, getting paid. Going to be telling Yo, he wants Tencent to, who to buy next. He wants to end, yeah, he wants to end up at uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Uh, Rise, a Rise of the Triad remaster from Apogee, New Blood, and Night Dive uh, includes a new level editor, extra episodes, lost content, etc. Huh. 
fun stuff there. New Blood and Night Dive? New Blood, Apogee, and Night Dive seem to all be like kind of working together on it. Fun. Lil Nas X is now president of League of Legends. I heard about this. There's a really crazy video where he like he it's like he comes in and declares himself president and the whole office is confused and he's writing this theme song and he's like making the employees listen to it every, like it all like he like he's like we got to put this as like the ringer for everybody's desk phones and like they're like, we don't have desk phones. <laughs> so he like gives everybody desk phones just so his song can play every time somebody calls. <laughs> That's it's funny. a really weird video. Watch it. It's strange. Uh, speaking of leagues, League of Geeks. Oh. Developers of our Mellow have announced their next game, Solium Infernum, uh, the strategy game from hell. A reimagined <laughs> vision of Vic Davis' cult classic, such a cult classic, I've never heard of it. Yeah, when you... Uh, game of politics, uh, intrigue, and betrayal. From like a billion years ago. 2009, but... A billion <laughs> years ago. Uh, it will have new single-player content, as well as asynchronous multiplayer matches that play out over a week, but with just a few minutes of investment each day. That's cool. I always think that kind of system is interesting. You put Neptune's in, pride! Put in your moves and then come back to see what the other guy did the next day. Yeah. Very cool. This dumb thing. Uh, Logitech announced the G Cloud Gaming Handheld uh, coming out on October 17th for $349. It only plays Android and cloud-based titles, uh, including support for Xbox Cloud and uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now. Okay. There's no mobile data support, uh, so cloud gaming requires you to be connected to Wi-Fi. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm not sure why you don't just use your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. I mean, it's cheaper than a phone, I guess. It is cheaper than a phone. It's cheaper than a phone. Yeah. But it's... Smartphone. Probably right. easier to get than a Steam Deck. Yeah, uh, right now. For now. In between those price points, between a yeah. Switch and a Steam Deck. Yeah. Plays, obviously, a lot of games that the Switch doesn't play. Over the internet. Over the internet. After the debut of Cyberpunk's uh, Edge Runners anime Cyberpunk 2077 has seen a huge surge of C- uh, players. Uh, CDPR, CDPR notes they have had over a million players each night this week, uh, including new and returning players. Uh, uh, Bloodworth, we've got breaking news coming in about this uh, G Cloud uh, on sale now for two ninety nine ninety nine. The price has been slashed. <gasps> they got the memo. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is coming direct from Logitech's site. They slashing the price. Were you just looking it up to buy one, Don? Yeah, I was going to buy one of these. <laughs> Were you going to buy one of these it damn looks things? Sweet as hell. It looks exactly like a switch. Oh I could use Lord. Another one of these things. Add it to my family. I think there might be two versions or something like that. Oh, Don. Oh, yeah. I see it's on sale from three forty nine. Bloodworth three forty nine slashed to two ninety nine. I don't know. Oh yeah, so, okay. I think you're. I think there's some weird thing in there, but I don't know the details. Okay, the top of my head. maybe my breaking news is wrong. I'm. Sorry. You're pissing blood right <laughs> off here, Don. <laughs> I'm gonna pass the last time. Stay in your lane, like Don. Base price and a promotional price or something like that. Yeah, probably right. Um, <laughs> I, I, I could be. I, I don't know the details. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> famous YouTube video producer Dunkey, uh, yeah. and his wife have formed their own uh, indie publishing label, Big Mode. Uh, looking to discover and elevate indie devs who would otherwise get lost in the shuffle. A lot of back and forth on this today. 
a lot of different reactions from people are like, well, just because you make YouTube videos doesn't necessarily mean you know anything about game publishing. But then another video is like, well, their audience is so large that like, yeah, as long as you know these deals give the developers enough money, then it kind of doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like, I mean, yeah, so. I think, I think let people try stuff. I don't yeah. know. Donkey wants to try it. Sure. Yeah, I think that's I cool. I thought the video was a joke through half of it. Like I thought it was like, yeah, this is another comedy bit, but mm. yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. shoot, if if like if we were pulling donkey numbers, like I'd I'd want to do weird stuff like this, like for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I think uh, there's mixed Easy reactions overall, but company? I think it's, I think Hell it's still yeah. positive to see more people getting into the space. I mean, like if like I would love to find and shepherd new talent. Like that sounds like a cool thing to do. Yeah. And like you need numbers to do that kind of stuff. Both viewers wise and money wise. <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers movie is gonna share its first teaser at New York Comic Con on October sixth. Can I hear finally see what that looks like? Reaction hear that voice, time. maybe? We gotta hear Mario's voice, you right? Hear Donkey Donkey Kong's Kong's right? Voice, baby. <laughs> Who's gonna voice Bob Hoskins? <laughs> CG Bob Hoskins <laughs> in the movie. Um, Valkyrie Profile Lenneth got pushed back to December 22nd. Oh. So it's supposed to come out alongside the new uh, Valkyrie Elysium game like next week. Hmm. And they pushed back that, uh, that, that remaster. Hmm. They're making so many games. Surprise There's so been many. Delayed. So it's many. Like, okay. Uh, and uh, we kind of briefly mentioned earlier, Twitch is... Basically announced that it's changing what it's doing for partners. Uh, it's just going to pay streamers less money. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to. The way and they announced it was stupid. <laughs> and the email that we got makes more sense and sounds mm -hmm. less bad, but is still bad. Yeah. It's, like, it's the, the $100,000 cap starts yeah. over every year, but their press release made it sound like once you've earned that, you get thrust down to the 50-50 split. It's it's weird and, and sort of complicated, but it has not made anybody happy. It's very bad for the top, top, top streamers. Yeah. Like, we'll probably be okay. It They're actually won't affect us it. really at all. From the, the way the numbers work out, it probably won't make a difference. All the big streamers talking but, about it. Yeah, today. everybody's talking yeah. about it. Watch Ludwig or hey, Microsoft. somebody talk about it. Now's the time to bring Mixer back. Mixer bring back. Bring it back. <laughs> Hi, <my> Mixer. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, it's time for love and respect. Love and respect. Uh, from LaCelia. Hey, allies. This is my first time contributing to Love and Respect, but I love your show and have been listening since the beginning. Hi. I've been replaying The Last of Us on Grounded uh, for the first time lately, and it really changed the game for me. I've never connected so strongly with Joel before. It's as if I'm truly role-playing as him. I've also been using headphones with it for the first time, and the audio is blowing my mind. I've turned subtitles off, so I really have to listen, and I'm so immersed. It almost feels like a completely different game with these differences. What's a game that you've gone back to and had an almost completely different experience with due to factors such as these? Hmm. What's Grounded? Grounded is like, like very... Permadeath mode or something? It's, it's like not permadeath mode. That's another layer up. Really hard but it's, version. Yeah, it, it's... Huber loves it. Okay. Playing yeah. with headphones, too. This, this person is pleasing Huber. Yeah. Uber and Brad definitely swear by it, but yeah, there's a lot less resources, okay. um, and you know, and 
shots are just way oh, more I didn't deadly. know if it was a harder difficulty or like a special mode with like special new conditions or something. It's it's supposed to be like the more the most realistic, I right. think, okay. mode. Okay. Huber would know more, but Yeah, you can't take a lot of hits. I don't tend to go back through games and play on different difficulties personally, but like playing with headphones is always really immersive, like much more immersive. You just notice way more stuff like playing immortality recently. I would, I would, some of it I played with headphones and some of it I played without, or I saw my girlfriend playing it without. The controller makes a big difference. The controller is necessary for immortality. If you're going to play immortality, try your best to play it on a controller because the vibrations are like part of the game. Um, likewise, the audio, you have to be able to hear that game really well with good bass response, um, to actually get the actual experience of the game. Like Mm -hmm. if you didn't have good sound or the vibrations, you might miss like the whole point of that game. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, so that's one. Yeah, there are good vibrations. Um, I've definitely said it before, uh, but Ghost of Tsushima on what was it, lethal, mm. whatever the one shot, mm. like just oh, remedial sure. combat was so much like it was ready, pretty rewarding, but it just encouraged me to play a much different way. It was more like, all right, be like badass, like <laughs> like, like one hit will kill them. You, you go like take, I can take on large groups. Let's go. Like this is gonna be fun. Um, and then uh, Dread, Metroid Dread, mm. the uh, the difficulty they at the the challenge they added after like the one hit death or whatever mm-hmm. like see how far you can go oh yeah it. just it's just fun to mess around with that stuff because like you have to play differently it's like oh yeah like i can't just casually get hit by stuff anymore i gotta pay attention to every little thing oh i thought of one XCOM. oh um naming your characters and <laughs> and the permadeath brutal yeah i turned I, I couldn't play three houses with permadeath like oh my god it would destroy me but yeah, permadeath stuff like that okay. in character games. Yeah. Never tried one out, but I've heard things about Nuzlocks. Oh, Nuzlocks. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon Company hates them, apparently. Did you hear that's that? Been, that's apparently been actually been dis- back and forth. It's been disputed. Oh, yeah, okay. another right, thing. Another right, fun right, thing. Right. I, yeah. think with it, I think I haven't heard any responses to that since the initial thing, but I, th- I think probably what the difference is, just off the top of my head, is it was them specifically doing one. Oh, as like a fi- an official video, they didn't want. I think that's what they it. were shutting down. Oh, okay, okay. But anyways, <laughs> uh, as for the question, uh, one for <clears throat> one for me lately is uh, Sin and Punishment, because uh, oh. obviously that didn't come out in the U.S. I didn't play it until it came to Virtual Console, and playing it with the Wii Classic controller just. Like, I wasn't really getting into it, you know? Like, I, I saw, like, I, oh, it's like, it's cool. I can finally get it. But then, like, I started, and then I never finished that game, even though it's, like, two, three hours long. Mm. And then when it came out on the N64, I, or on the Switch, uh, I got that N64 controller, mm. and that made all the difference. I'm like, oh, I'm playing this now with the controller it was made for. The controls all make sense now. Uh. <laughs> like, oh, okay, this is how this game actually works. It all, you know, it's just it's all, all just made around that weird controller. Diablo 3 on Torment 16 solo. Mm. That's probably the hardest thing I do. It's not even hard. Never mind. <laughs> From FGL Scorpio. I understood some of those words. Hard difficulty, I mean. <laughs> difficulty setting. 
Howdy, allies. What smaller titles are you looking forward to this year? Two titles I've kept my eye on are Wayward Strand and Return to Monkey Island, which will both offer a much different experience compared to the recent large AAA games I've been playing. Jeez. I feel like a bunch, but now that you asked me, I forgot everything that's ever happened Mm -hmm. to me. Figment or Filament, the new Cyan Worlds, but I don't think that's this year. Um... I didn't know if that was the same game. Uh, what's Filament again? What does it look like? It's a new Mist. Oh, okay. It's not what I was thinking of. Sorry. I thought I was thinking of a different mini game. What's the name of that stop motion claymation like, game in, from that, like, one of the future Aminata? game shows or whatever? It's like, uh, uh, made by, like, one guy in Europe or whatever. Oh. Oh, crap. It's like a, I like a little the boy and a girl or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and, like, it keeps rotating, like, the... The, the world, but it's like a tower. It's like a construction site is the demo they showed off. Like, yeah, it looked really good. Where I, I, like, I haven't seen that game since. Like, uh, yeah, I don't so remember cool. what that is. Yeah, but I feel bad. But like, <laughs> still stood out so much to me. Um, and then what's the... Uh, it was in the Devolver Showcase. The Paper Mario game. We, the pages. We go 2D, 3D. Oh! Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, that'll be really yeah. good. Gloomwood. I don't know if either of these games are this year, but like... Right, right, right. Gloomwood's in early access. Does that count? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I gotta keep playing that I thing. I just played Tinykin and like... Tinykin was cute! Oh, that game is cool. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Also, speaking of uh, Monkey Island, I, I, oh, I've yeah. been hearing from people that like it's actually made pretty well for for people that haven't played the past games. Oh, nice. And that's what's been keeping me from playing it. I was like, oh, I don't know anything about Monkey Island. I'm like... But I was like, oh, well, now that I'm hearing that feedback that's from people that have cool. played it without playing the earlier ones like okay maybe i actually can jump into this without feeling the need to go catch up the thing that makes me nervous because i like point and click adventure games but like there's always that one moment of dream logic where you just like hit a thing and you're like huh (laughs) like grim fandango or whatever when you have to just like pixel hunt on the ground in that one part it's just ridiculous (laughs) yeah but some that i i uh, wrote down a little to the left oh yeah the game's gonna be cool. That's the one where you're like Puzzle organizing Damiani. Yeah. Yeah. It's like putting books in order or like arranging, like they had like bread clips uh, yeah, yeah, as yeah, one yeah. of them. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I played that at Summer Game Fest. Uh, I don't know if a Plague Tale, Plague Tale still counts as small. Oh, but yeah. Medium. That's still, yeah. yeah. Medium. That's medium. The, the Devil A. Yeah, yeah. That's next month. Um, although it's, it's kind of crazy how much killing they've been showing off. <laughs> Like she's like she don't care. She's gonna take out all those guards that she can. I gotta finish that first one. Um, and then uh, Pentiment, real interesting. That's oh, the one the... that looks like the old like yeah, medieval yeah. scrolls kind of artwork. Oh. Obsidian. Obsidian. Oh, yeah. 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 Now I remember that yeah. one. Yeah, that's yeah. a narrative adventure as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure if I like looked at notes from like Wholesome Game Fest, I'd come up with like eight of these. Should do like an easy update or something. Like a lot of them Huber don't style. have release dates a lot of the time. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, that's the thing, is like, yeah, say like I'm looking forward to a bunch of stuff that I have no idea when it, yeah, when it comes out. Yeah. From Rahul Masal. Uh, hi, allies. Do you prefer it when a game has a narrative post-game, such as the Arkham games, or when it resets you to before the final boss, such as in Breath of the Wild? Any preference there? I prefer it when it's justified in the narrative personally um i don't mind it either way i really dislike it when it 
ends the game, and then you're like, oh, right. Like without telling, games don't typically do that anymore. But I like, I like an like a the world keeps going. Resident, uh, Resident Evil, uh, Red Dead Redemption Two has a really great version mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, some Fallout's and and like, um, uh, Elder Scrolls stuff where it's like. Afterwards, you're like famous, where it's like, hey, right. you're the one who saved the world. And you're like, yeah. Well, hey, can you go get my sheep that ran away? You know? <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, uh, in a large JRPG, I definitely like it when you don't have point of no return. So yeah. I like it right. when it returns you to like before a boss fight so you can like, you can still go complete everything. Go you, do your side quests, yeah. yeah. Like that's always nice to have. The um, way that FromSoft games started doing it with, I want to say Dark Souls Two, where it's like you beat the boss, but you're still in the world, and there's a place you can go to to start Journey Two. Right, and it like just tells you it's like, hey, this yeah. is Journey Two. You're gonna lose all your stuff. This will stay the same, but you lose everything else. That that's cool. Yeah, like that. just being upfront about. It. I'm trying to think of something. The other part of the question, like where the game, like the story keeps going, and the boss is like dead, and like trying to think of it. Just any example of something I've Red played. Red Dead 2 does that. I play Red Dead. Red Dead 1 does that, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they had mentioned Batman. Yeah. I, I mean, GTA does it. I play GTA. Yeah. I'm like, trying to think of any. Like, JRPGs, I feel like don't. I feel like one of them. I can't remember which, but I feel like one of the Fallouts does it. Maybe Morrowind does it. You get a lot of post games, though, in JRPGs. Yeah, but it, it like still treats it like you can go fight the final boss. Like the story hasn't like acknowledged yeah. the boss right, is sure. dead. Like stuff like that. Like you're you're getting new story stuff after the fact within the same thing. Only game that does like that. Like MMOs do that obviously because they got to keep going forward. But like single player content. Like I'm struggling to remember like a big JRPG that like does that. Um, yeah. Well, does Mario Odyssey? How does that handle that? Trying to remember because I think no, yeah, it does because oh yeah, because you can yeah because you have like find the the thing that changes you can find it for the story. (laughs) So it's like right, yeah. But I mean, it has a total yeah, yeah. I mean, it keeps going. Those things have that, and it's fine. But like, like I'm thinking more like story. The Mario Odyssey one is cute. Yeah, yeah. I actually really like that one. I like that too. All right, it's time for bets. (laughs) Uh, This week's bet: grounded hits 1.0. Next Tuesday. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun. Get in there. Do some, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids stuff. See what's happening in that world. Just a little bit of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids stuff. <laughs> uh, I haven't played that game in a long time. Uh, maybe more than a year. Maybe. I don't know what gear I have right now. Uh, I don't know what's even going to carry over. Or if they're going to, like, start me from scratch. Yeah. But without any preparation, we're going to load up my profile. And we're going to look for a spider. Once I find that spider, I'm going to walk directly toward it. How many hits will it take before I die? Would this count ranged attacks, too? Like, if it spits something at you? Sure. Okay. I mean, just whatever it, it does to attack me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Isla. Six. Six hits. Damiani. One hit. One hit kill. <sighs> One shot. Some of them, I think, might... Don. 16. 16. <laughs> I like it. I Don like was it. over there like trying to flower. cheat earlier. Don was trying to cheat. Down. Yeah, but, Don uh, doing some research. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, and I bet two. 
Ooh, boxed you out. <laughs> or did he? Last week's bet, uh, which we may, we may have to make some decisions on here. We'll see what happens. Uh, cereal Cleaners came out today. Uh, it's a top-down uh, game where you clean up bloody it's crime scenes for the mob. Uh, one of the achievements slash trophies is called Mr. Hygieny uh, and requires players to do the perfect cleanup on one map. Uh, I asked the panel how many uh, PlayStation players would have earned that trophy by now, according to PSNProfiles.com. Brad bet uh, 38%, Huber bet 36.7%, Isla bet 43%, and I bet 21%. And I'm going to have to load this up and look at it and see where we're at. Because where we were at earlier was hilarious. Let's see. And they also have... Here's the thing, too. They have separate ones for PS4 and PS5. But we will see. Do we average them? <laughs> that's a, that's a fun question. PlayStation? So here's, here is the funny thing. Um, Uh-oh. PSN profiles earlier today didn't have the game in, oh, no. in their system. Now all the trophies just stay zero percent. Mm. So I was a little worried we about could this. Either blood. back up and go to the Epic Game Store, or we could honor the the wording of the bet and say PSN profiles is zero percent. What do you, what do you what the panel think? I mean, it's hard to ask us because we have stake in it. Sure. Like, I literally bet the number you told us was on Epic. So, like, of course I'm going to be like, go to Epic. Uh, make Gabby decide. Make Gabby decide. There's a good Gabby. A, a good neutral party. I think go to Epic or just wait on it until next week. She says, go to Epic or wait on it until next week. She's kinder than I am. I was going to say, that's zero, there's still zero, two baby. different things. Not a decision. <laughs> Yeah. Do you want me to be a tiebreaker? No. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's a botched bet because you put you put too much faith in some weird website. That's where that's where they they've been before. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'm but, just razzing you, yeah, blood. No, I was skeptical of it. I know now. I know now business. that Epic is a place to go for this. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, they're leaving the trophy. All right, business. Don. What do you think? What we'll do whatever Don says. I think we should go to Epic. 100%. (laughs) That was it. All right. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, I've wasted way too much time because either result would be the same. Epic says 22% of players unlocked. Darn it. And I had the low at 21. So whether it had been 0 or 22. Uh, Oh, that feels fair. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, hey. You won fair and square then, blood. Good job. Oh, that brings... Scores to Massive Chubs, 19, Splish, <laughs> Melodorous Sea Lion, 17. Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about <laughs> patreon.com slash easy allies. Uh, everything that we do is because of your support. Um, so if you are a listener or a viewer, and you like watching this podcast uh, and you want to see it continue, head over to Patreon. Um, that is uh, how this is all done is from people voluntarily paying us uh, so that uh, it can continue to happen and that you can keep watching and that the people that uh, can't afford it right now can keep watching as well. 
Uh, it is all funded by viewers and listeners just like yourself. Uh, and we have different perks there, different rewards uh, for people. Uh, at the $1 tier, uh, you get a version of this podcast that is ad-free and that uh, has two bonus love and respect questions. And at the $5 tier, you get early access to this podcast as well as other podcasts. Uh, and you get to submit to Love and Respect uh, and you get to uh, hang out in the Discord. Um, and then, uh, as we were just mentioning, live chat, uh, if you get up there in the $20 tier. $20. Yeah, behind can, the scenes. You can do behind the scenes. And so every once in a while, uh, well, for the podcast, it's every week, but other shows too, every once in a while, we'll. We'll turn these cameras on while we're filming. Basically, anytime someone is here that knows how to do it, <laughs> behind the scenes turns on. <laughs> yeah. So it's a fun time. You get to chat with other people that are around as which, well. Which is me mm-hmm. so far. And at <laughs> our top tiers, uh, you get shout outs on this podcast and other podcasts. So this month's shout outs go to Jabawabs, El Thanis, Greg, the Dark Knight Kettering. And Anacroth. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, I won that batch bet one way or the other, apparently. So Good job, uh, Blood. Congrats. I get to Inside pr- job. promote any Easy Allies video I'd like to promote. Uh, I get the final word on anything I disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in my head right now. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign off. Uh, video. Trash Babies is now... A public show, so you can see Woo! the first public episode of that right now at youtube.com slash easy allies. Uh, we were replayed this weird Blues Brothers game, which was sort of a messy slash kind of okay platformer and a very bad rhythm game. Um, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> uh, so if you want to see us uh, experience that pain, uh, you can watch that on YouTube. And you can get the extended cut uh, if you're up in that $5 tier where you can see the whole messy business. Um, reiterate again, Sony, every PSVR game you can put on VS, PSVR 2 uh, without stupid, weird upgrade paths for the people that already bought them. Make it happen. Do it. It's uh, at least say something <laughs> about those PSVR games. I got, I'm, getting, I'm getting emails. From people who are launching new PSVR games, and I'm just like wondering, like, what are you, what you? It's not what's happening. <laughs> Sony, <laughs> fix it, fix it, uh, and we'll see you before the next Blood Moon rises. <laughs>